Alrighty. Well, I'll uh, I'll give you a heads up. We don't normally down. start with a topic. Oh, we just kind of right. talk. All right, bud. Shoot the shit. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We shoot things, and we see if it hits, or we throw shit against the wall and see if it sticks. I don't know. One of those things is usually what you say, right? And then it's what you say. Oh my god. Oh, but um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did you know the theme to my life is uh, "Back to the House" by Tito and Tarantula? I have no idea who the fuck that is. <laughs> Man, you are uncultured, you swine. It's a beautiful song. It's uh You ever seen the movie Desperado? With Antonio Banderas? Yeah. Duh. Oh, like once when I was like what, 12, 13? Okay, never mind. I take never mind. Forget it. You don't remember anything then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I've seen this like once. Anywho, that message wasn't important. I was just gonna reintroduce the song to you, but fuck me, I guess. Um, so this is the first time you've actually been on this thing, and this is the first time I've spoken to you since you told me you were fucking COVID positive. So, uh, uh how the fuck you are wanna... you doing? I'm all right. Uh. I told you I lost my taste, so I still haven't gotten it back. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're like Meg from Family Guy when they turned into X-Men. But you got terrible powers. You know? But that's about I got a mild case, so like in like being a little serious I got a mild case. So I wasn't that bad. I just had like a lingering cough, but like my taste buds have, hasn't come back yet. Or I should say my taste, not my taste buds. Um they haven't come back yet. Uh, and inadvertently, I lost my uh, uh, sense of sense of smell. And that hasn't come back either. Good God! What the fuck? So like, cause like those two senses are in it. Like they're apparently like real close. And like I didn't notice until my aunt, cause I told my aunt I was like, "Yo, I I lost my sense of taste." And then like a day later, she was like, "How about your sense of smell?" I was like, "Oh, fuck!" <laughs> I can't smell like, the shit. God damn it. Yeah, so like it's funny because like like I always take a shot every day, but now it's like more like important, <laughs> important I guess, because <laughs> I'm like can't be like smelling like shit and not know it. So I'm like, you're um, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. you're past the contagious point, are you? Yeah, because um I actually got retested after my quarantine was done, and like the lady like. She, this is what she told me. She was like, yeah, you can get retested. Because I explained to her, I was like, hey, I, you know, I had it. I tested positive. Um, I did my quarantine. I'm just here to get retested. And she was like, just so you know, um, you're most likely going to get a positive result. She's like, you're, pa you're not contagious anymore. But she was like, you're probably going to get a positive result. And you could still get a positive result after 90 days. She's like, you're, the only thing is you're not contagious. So I was like, all right, so there's no point in me coming here. But I still got retested anyway, and it's exactly like she said. It came back. It came back positive, but like I just like not contagious. Got it. Okay, so so you're like a walking contained death bomb. Got it. Something like that. Yeah. You know that's pretty badass. We're gonna call you Death Bomb. That's gonna be your your X Men name. My X Men name. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Um. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Glad you're feeling better, and uh, glad you survived to tell the tale. 
Jafil. Jafil. But um, I honestly thought that that might have went longer. But no fear. My voice just cracked. <laughs> I'm a little scared. Um, I mean, like, because my thing is, like, my case wasn't, like, and, and I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, oh, I wish I had, like, <laughs> 3,000 million things wrong with me. And, like, I just got lucky because, like, I knew someone because, like, someone else, like, uh, who I work with, like, we kind of went down at the same time. And she had it infinitely worse than I did. Like, she had breathing problems and everything. And, like, the thing is, like, I came back after two weeks. She took, like, a full month off. So, like, Damn. I, like, I, I, like I said, I got lucky. And, like, just because, like, I I thought we were going to come back, like, at the same time. But, like, her case was, like, infinitely. Because, like, I think for her, the thing that messed her up the most was that um it messed with her breathing. Yeah. So, Which that's. I feel like yeah. that would be something, yeah, that. That seems inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to breathe today. Shit. You know, that doesn't seem like a side I, effect. I had to actually want. like calm myself like um the first day after I got the positive result because like I didn't know like where in the whole situation I was if I was just in the beginning, in the middle, or because like I was like, because my biggest fear was like, oh, these are the, the, um, we're at the beginning phases, so I might get more symptoms. So I thought I was like, oh, like, um, like, what if my breathing, like, gets met, like, gets fucked with, like, because of this. And, like, I, I had to, like, basically, like, calm myself down because I would have definitely thrown myself into a panic attack. Well, like, I mean, I feel I'll... like that's kind of, uh, that, would, that would, that would be normalcy at that point, just because, like, even a month and a half ago, which was when you were sick, right? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah. Like even a month and a half ago, we—it's six weeks later, and we know more shit, like infinitely more shit than we did six weeks ago. So it's like there's every day there's less of a reason to panic, but there's just more of a reason to stay sharp. So I feel like that's kind of everyone's initial thing because when now it's like if you pop, you you just don't like we. There's so many things out there that we just don't know. Like, how scared should I fucking be? When did I pop? What cycle is it in? Am I in the fifth weekend? Is the hurting coming? Because I'm only one week. Like, there's so well, much yeah, that, shit that you got to worry about. Yeah, like, that was exactly my thing. Because, like, when I when I tested positive. Because sometimes it'd be like, oh, well, like, you'll have it, but you, like, you won't know, you won't show symptoms until, like, four days later. So I'm like, that's where, like, that's why I get kind of panicked, too. Because I was like, I don't know if this is just starting. <laughs> well, yeah. It was like, something like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't know, like, in terms of, like, in terms of, like, basically, I didn't know if I was going to get worse or not. Like, if that, that was it for me. I just had to write it out. Or if, like, the worst shit was coming. So I was like, fuck. Well, I mean, you know, at least you're okay. But yeah, yeah, I, uh, I definitely understand what you're saying. Dude, I remember, what was it? When the whole thing started, I got sick, like, burst sickness. Uh, I my temps went up to 102. Shit was ridiculous. Jesus. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, this is it. Jesus, take the wheel. Like I was, I was like, I'm dying. I'm gonna fucking die. I called my boss. I'm like, bro, I'm dying at the desk. I can't be here. I'm gonna kill everyone. So he sent me home. I wasn't allowed to come back for two days or three days or something like that. Went to go get tested, and they're like, no, nah, it was just the flu. I was oh, like, well, how like... the fuck does the flu get out of your system in two days? Or like, I I don't know, but your body pretty much killed it in two days and you're you're good 
So I was like, all right, I got to be a little bit more healthy, whatever. Got sick again. Only this time. Oh, my. First off. Yeah, infinitely worse. And this lasted about the same time. But, like, the intensity was fucking ridiculous. Like, I think this is, like, the worst I've ever felt being sick. Because I stood at 102 without dropping for 72 hours. So I was convinced, like, yo, I'm going to be so skinny. Yay. But I'm probably going to be dead. Like, I'm going to be dead. But, like, the process to get tested after, like, the second time was so ridiculous. I I left work at 9 o'clock. Or it might have been 845. It was either 845 or 9 o'clock. I left work. Went to go get tested at Atlantic City. AC. Why AC? I mean, not Atlantic City. Atlantic. Oh, Atlantic uh, Yeah, Atlantic Yeah, there you go. Um, Jesus, I can't, I'm probably Atlantic Avenue, whichever. Yeah, Atlantic Avenue, there you go. <laughs> um, and I didn't leave the testing center until 2.30. I was outside in the fucking cold because their organization system is so fucking terrible that I was waiting outside with this fever and feeling like shit for like five and a half hours. Only to be inside for about ten minutes. So my thing is like, who, like... Was this through CityMD or who'd you go through? This through CityMD because that's like the only place around here, or at least where where my job was, that was doing rapid testing. Oh, okay. I oh, couldn't oh, take it... the yeah, I couldn't take the chance in traveling because if I had it, I'm infecting people as I'm going to where I'm going oh, to check good. if I have it. So it's like I was trying to be as responsible as I could with good. the amount no, of yeah, yeah. So, but oh, it was fucking terrible. Like never again. It it sucked. Their organization system sucked. They sucked. But I just popped for a flu. Again. Again? Yeah, again. It was just a regular flu. And I'm like, can you, like, do something to to see, like, if I fucking, like, had, like, can you, can we figure something? Like, do I have antibody? Can you do that test or something? They checked me. It's like, no, nothing. You have not. I mean, they were like, I'm 100% sure you've come into contact with it, but. For some reason, your body's resisting it. So I was like, all right, whatever. Like, all right, I got the flu. Big fucking deal. I stood up, bed rested, whatever. Came back to work. Come to find out, uh, someone that sneezed on me had COVID. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fan-fucking-tastic. Now I got to go get tested again. So I wait three days, told my boss, all right, stay home. Wait three days, go get tested. Nope, you don't have anything. You're clear. What? I'm clear know. because someone that had COVID sneezed on me? How is that possible? I mean, you probably... Oh. It, dude, my body is dodging that shit like fucking... Well, that's that's what I was going to say. Because, like, all right, don't get me wrong. Sneezing, yo, if someone, sneezed, if someone sneezed on me, like, right now, I'd be fucking tight. But, like, I guess what they're more worried about is, like, how long you've been exposed to that person, I guess. Because, like, if you... If, like, you two, if this, oh, this is at this, work. So I but was like, was it a person all the time? Oh, yeah. all right. Never mind then. Never mind then. Never mind. Yeah, it was a tenant that was supposed to be quarantining. They came down to get something and just bleh, all over my fucking arm. I was like, great. Fantastic. Well, but so I have a question. Could could that tenant call you guys and be like, hey, can you just like leave the they, packages that's what they're outside supposed to my do. door? Oh, all right. Yeah, that's what they were supposed to do. But, you know. A cabin fever is the excuse that people like to use these days. But um, oh, it doesn't oh, yeah. stop there. One more thing happened. Okay, oh, it, get, yeah, it, it gets worse. Um, 
I found out that I shared a beverage with someone that had COVID. Jesus. And Jesus. went to get tested. Negative. So at this point, I'm like, all right, it's either like I'm Colossus or these tests are bullshit and I had it. And like, uh, it's just not picking it up. Well, I mean, like the one way I guess you can tell for sure if you had it or not is if you get, you get blood work, get blood work done. See if you have antibodies for it. Dude, I did that. And it oh, came out shit. negative. Never, yeah, it came out negative. Then I'm, I, I don't know. I don't I'm know. pretty sure me putting this up, the government's going to be like, take him, he's vision. So I'm probably going to die after this, but whatever. Um, Good to know you, bro. <laughs> but I don't know. It's uh, basically like when my, when my primary doctor is, she's, she's just like, you're like, honestly, you're just getting so fucking lucky that at some point it's going to run out. But... Just be happy that your body's like dodging bullets like Neo because there's a few like she knows a few people that have come for tests because they've had like massive exposures and they have not popped. And she's just like every, science is essentially just chalking it down to like the. The most likely the, scenarios like the strain, it just wasn't strong enough. The bacteria just wasn't strong enough to like cause uh, contamination within the body like. It came in, my body was like, fuck you, and it just kicked it out. Like, it was it was a very weak, weak uh, version of it, so it wasn't able to sustain itself inside, which is like, I'm not arguing that. I'm cool with that. Please, let me only encounter weak versions of it so my body can kick it out, but it's just fucking ridiculous. Like... Nah, it's bad, dude. Because... It, it, mm-hmm. Sorry. No, keep going. No, because I was gonna say because the, the situation with me was um was that like I don't know where I got it because like the only because like the I don't know where I got it because the only two places I really go on a frequent on uh, frequently is work and the train because that's how I get to work. So like because basically I have to like when when I like um when I got it I had to go through HR and then because I tested positive I actually got in contact through the trace core from New York City itself. So like so New York City like this New York City government <laughs> hit me up and be like, "Hey, you tested positive. Like who do you live with? You know, blah." And they were just asking me a bunch of questions and they were like, you know, they're like, "Realistically, where do you think you got it?" I was like, "I only go on the trains to get to work and come back. That's about it." So like either I got it from a customer, one of my coworkers, or some someone from the train. But like I said, the thing about work is that only me and one other. Because like it's the thing about work that's a little confusing is that like it was me and somebody else, and it's not like we took down my whole uh, workplace. Yeah, it was just two people. I don't know. It's it's a weird it's a weird thing. Um. I'm just very flabbergasted by the whole. I'm very flabbergasted by it all. Just because, like, what happened to me and what happened to you is like fuel for, like, fucking someone to say COVID's bullshit and this is just something else. Well, like, my friend, like, my coworkers were making fun of me because, like, oh, they're like, because, like, me and me and the person that got sick, um, my, like, my other coworker who got sick, we were like, they they were like, yo, the two people who are like the most careful, like, got sick. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck to tell you because, like, 
because like they were like and they were kind of like kind of ja- like lightly jabbing mm-hmm. like yeah you guys were always precautionary and yeah you guys were the ones that got it i was like i don't know what the fuck to tell you i don't know maybe like either i washed my hands too much or the one time i didn't wash my hands <laughs> something happened i i don't know it could go either way at this point because i really don't know yeah it's it's a weird i don't know it's a weird it's a weird world right now but um it's a i what what makes me so happy about this um and i i say that very 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 lightly like i'm not actually elated that covid's around it's just put a magnifying glass on a lot of dumb people and it makes me happy that these dumb people are more exposed because they need to be like what was it um and I love this dude's podcast, actually. I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast uh, that he just did like a day ago, or at least a day from us recording this. And he's, he typically says like a lot of dumb shit because he's this weird, like, we allow everything the world needs to be. Like, I don't know. He's, he's a weird dude that just likes everything to be legal and wants like you to be not legal and you should never have control of shit let the world be free like he's, he's a weird guy and he is convinced and he was talking to someone that was that's convinced that COVID's bullshit and the lockdowns are bullshit it's not helping and it's it's so fucking bizarre to me how uneducated people in terms of the science can argue with the science it's very very weird and when the lockdown was going on I think it was just such a forced thing by law that like no one had the balls to go outside just because they didn't want to have a discussion with the cops. And over time, people just got a little bit more ballsy. Cabin fever kind of took over. I think there was a lot of sympathy in the city. So people were like, they were being left alone. But now it's like, dude, you walk, you walk down any street you want over here in New York and if there's 10 people walking, five of them don't have masks. And as annoying as that is, it makes me happy because you're highlighting how stupid you are. And that's like, I've always wanted that. I've always wanted like the dumb people to be highlighted so they can kind of be ironed out. Because one of the statistics that I found hilarious was since this whole mask thing, uh, the, the mandated face mask came into play. You know, aside from the COVID numbers dropping, you know what else drastically dropped? The flu. Yeah. Now, how the fuck would that happen if the masks weren't working? Hmm, weird, man. But you can't tell, like, you can't tell people that that just won't believe science. Like, you can't tell them that. It's just in their heads, they fucking have this weird conspiracy theory that we're being controlled and our freedoms are being infringed upon. And like, I don't know. It's, 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 it's really strange. And, um, honestly, a lot of my friends came out to be that way, which I, I found really surprising. Cause there's some people that I still think are rock solid, but I think in, in weird ways, they just kind of like dug into conspiracies a little bit too much, but a lot of them are kind of on the same all- boat. Yeah, I think it's like, and it's not an excuse. I think it's just like, I think it's just like you said, cabin fever. I mean, I got lucky because, and I don't want to say I got lucky, but like, I 
I guess maybe it's like, again, not trying to sound like a dweeb or anything, but like, I, yo, when, because I work at a bank, um, when we, because we did shut down for like a while, where like, I wasn't, luckily I was still getting paid, but I wasn't working for like three months. Bro, that, like, because uh, I, I said this like a couple of times, like, if people weren't dying, but we had to shut down, I was like the happiest three months of my life, because I literally woke up, played video games, and then went back to bed. And I was like, yeah. all right, I'm like, I didn't have cabin fever. Well, I don't, I didn't have cabin fever in the sense that I needed to go out and like do shit. I still went out in the sense that like, I said, like, I had to go to the grocery store to like, cause I live with, I live with my aunt and she's like elderly. So like, she didn't go out, but like, I still had to like go out and like do grocery shopping. So things like that, like, unless I really didn't need to go out, I didn't. Like, I think for a while, like, I think it took me a while to, like, I think, I want to say, like, maybe a month or two months into quarantine, I was, like, I had, I, I finally had, like, the courage to go back to the laundromat. I want to say a month, because, like, I think a two months is, like, like, pushing it, but, like, a month into, like, the first lockdown, I think, is when I started going to the laundromat, because I was pretty much, like, hand-washing shit here, so, like, so, like, in the sense, like, I didn't go out, like, I didn't go out in the sense I was, like, hanging out with friends or going to, like, bars, like, doing, like, the outside dining type stuff. But, like, I, like, like unless it was, like, for necessities, I didn't go out. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I was essential. My job got marked essential, so I had to. But mm. I was, it was a weird thing because, like, there was, like, 95 to 99% of the people I knew all had to, like, they all had to stay home. So, and I'm going to give this sentence a, a second to rest because I got to get to the end for this to not, for me to not sound like a dick saying this, but the, <laughs> when the lockdown happened and I was, I, I dude, I was so elated as I'm like, oh yes, great. A break and safety. Fantastic. You got marked essential. Fuck me. So <laughs> my, my girl, she got furloughed. A bunch of my friends got furloughed. Uh, a lot of them were still getting paid. Some of them weren't. Whatever. A lot of these people were people that were bitching for a vacation and for time to be home. So in my head, I'm like, all right, you got your time to be home. Actually, you got a few months to be home. Uh, it doesn't matter if, like, you having the ability to go outside is included in that quote-unquote staycation. You got the time that you was asking for. Uh Go out for a fucking jog. Get on a bike. Use some rollerblades. Get a skateboard. Do something. But it doesn't need to be you going to a fucking bar and grabbing a beer with three other dumbasses that want to go to that bar. Like, a lot of people wanted this time off that the quarantine gave them. That's a vacation. And, yeah, they came out, like, so fucking ungrateful. And, again, like I said, let me finish that sentence before I... <laughs> because, again, it sounds horrible. Now... Because I was seeing a lot of, like, shit being posted online, and I was, like, I just kept hearing, like, oh, my God, I got cabin fever. I need to go outside. And it's like, you guys are fucking retarded. Like, I want to stay home. How about you take my fucking place? You go to work. You go through all this shit. You go through all, like, this, the dumbasses that were still outside, sneaking outside without masks, fucking everything up, slowing the MTA down, making it difficult to travel safely. How about you deal with that? Let me stay home. And we'll see if you want to fucking go outside. 
And then I started to see like the degradation of uh, my girlfriend, like the mental mm. decay Solid. that was happening. And I started to see like a whole different side of what the quarantine was doing, not to everyone, but to people that relied on the outside so much that they just went crazy. And it's one of those things where it's like, peop, like pe people are addicted to a lot of shit and being addicted to outside is one of those weird things where I just kind of look at people sideways because a lot of shit obviously is outside, but I don't know. For me, the one place I always like look forward to going to every day is home. Home is where I unwind. Home is where I un oh, it's where I relax. It's where I find myself. It's where I go to sleep. It's where I eat. And dude, like this girl could not like she was. I caught her a couple of times crying when I got home. She was flipping out. She was knitting. Who the fuck knits? Like she was doing all these weird things. She was trying to like. Ocu yeah, she was trying to occupy her time. Like She was like, I have to figure out what to do to keep myself busy. I'm getting depressed. And it's like, I just couldn't, like at the time, I couldn't figure out like what, like didn't you a month ago, this is only like a month in, like didn't you a month ago say that you needed a break because you were working seven, 16, 17 hours a day and you just wanted to sleep, you needed to recharge? Well, you have the time to do that. And now all of a sudden, because you're told that, hey, you can do that now, you don't want to do it. And now you have this this hunger to, to, to go outside and not do the things that you said you wanted to do. And I started just to see more of it, like a lot, a lot of it in my friends. A lot of people were going stir crazy. A lot of people turned into conspiracy theorists about the whole thing, about it being bullshit. And it's like the more ballsy me and her got throughout the year, it's like we would go to Coney Island, just take a walk on the boardwalk. And we would always walk everywhere. We, we, we wouldn't take transportation. And like we, we did a lot of things to, we did a lot of things the right way. Although you can't always do outings the right way. It's always the best way you can. And I just, I don't know. I just started to like feel for that side of the spectrum where it's like, as introverts, me and you, we can find things to do if you took the things away from us that we like about being introverts. We'll still find something to do around the house because we're introverts. We like being inside. It, or at least for me, I don't like being inside because my computer's here. I don't like being inside because my video games are here. I like being inside because that's just naturally what I like. I enjoy being inside. I'm not an outside person. So if you're like, hey, Lee, you got to stay quarantined for 90 days, but I got to take that computer away after like a month. All right, take it. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to go stir crazy and fucking flip shit just because I enjoy being here. A lot of people just aren't like that. Like it, it was it's like even like um, because she eventually went back to work and she like she, she yeah, she yeah. Uh, or like, no, absolutely not. She was fucking miserable. And again, this is mm -hmm. this is like going to my point. Like she she went back to work, whatever. She started working for like two weeks. She was happy, and then she was miserable and she hated herself again. And it's like, all right. So I kind of just let it rest. And I'm, just recently, she she quit in January, 
And again, two weeks. Oh, man, I can kind of breathe. And she hated herself again. And it's like there's just a lot of people that are like that, that they need something to do that isn't inside. They need to do the thing outside all the time. Otherwise, they get this weird depression that I don't necessarily know where it comes from. But it's it's very bizarre for me like to think that assisting in the prevention of a spread during a pandemic isn't enough for you to say, I can do this. We need to do this. Let's do this. Instead, it just sparks a lot of doubt in people and creates essentially the people that slowed the fucking process down a majority of last year. I mean, because like we got. Because I'm trying to the, the all right, so like because the spikes happened when. Because we had a, we recently just went through another spike because like everybody was predicting that because like what because people weren't going to stay home for the holidays. So like thanks the the fact that Thanksgiving or at least in the U.S. Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then New Year's were like back to back to back. I think like we started like that's when the spike again started happening because like during the summer I want to say not that we were okay but like the cases dropped like a lot. Yeah. But like but like once we started getting into the the colder months and like the holidays, like they were predicting like yeah this is gonna go back up because no one's gonna stay home. So. But I also think the reason, um, there were, cause like on the other side of that, cause like, I, I like, you know, just to play devil's advocate, I think like some people wanted to, not to be outside, but like some people were like, we need to work because like, cause the thing is like, it might've been, it might've helped the situation. People were like, stay home. We're going to freeze your rent. And like, I think more people would have been, all right, fine. Like. You know, I don't have to pay rent. Um, you know, the go like, and I'm just throwing out fantasy situations. The government's gonna give me like two, three hundred dollars a month to buy like groceries. But like that was the thing. Like people were getting, like you said, people were getting for furloughed. I'm not even sure how like the unemployment system was working because I, like I said, luckily I still had my job. So like that was the thing. I think more people would have stayed home if they knew they were gonna be like provided for. I guess I don't know. I, that's a weird way of like um putting it but it's just like if they knew that their that they knew that their mortgage was going to be frozen that they or mortgage rent was going to be froze and that like they could provide like food for themselves maybe more people would have been inclined to stay in now i'm just talking about like people who like don't need to be outside all the time or like people who kind of want to do the right thing but i like i know like the fact that like the economy isn't gonna freeze for anybody i think that's why like people were like we gotta go back to work eventually because like no one's gonna pay my bills which i 100 percent was sympathetic towards because at the end of the day that hits everyone on the same level so it's like you would have had to have been going through that to understand that which is why, why I, said I said what I said lightly, but lightly. at the yeah. same time, I don't think that that would have changed anything if people were taken care of just That's, because people well, are spoiled. Yeah. Like you would, if you would have given them a check and you would have froze the rent, they still would have bitched because they wanted to go outside. Now, like and, I said, I was yeah. in a very lucky situation. Cause like I said, I was listed essential, but the way, cause like I worked for a bank. So like the way they basically worked, it was like, 
they basically like closed all the branches in a certain location and whichever one was kind of like the biggest in that area was open and they rotated everybody in so like all the brain like i like i would go to work maybe like once um like maybe for like i worked maybe like a week i worked a week out of two months because they were rotating everybody in and out because they were trying to keep the branches together whatever branch you came from they try to keep you together but you were just working out of one local branch to kind of give everybody like i guess almost like a quarantine period kind of type yeah. thing so like i said i got lucky in that sense because like i was considered essential and but i wasn't working that much but i was still getting like a full paycheck at that time so like for me like i've just like i bitched and moan about my job but i've just it's just the way it worked out i was like i was very very fortunate like i'm like just the way it worked out it was like i got really lucky yeah a lot of not a lot a few people did you know like i'm I'm not gonna fucking sit here and say like the quarantine didn't make my job easy dude we had four or five months of just pure silence in my fucking job like it was fantastic dude i was bringing my switch using like playing all my fucking games on my lap like i was just chilling getting paid to just do nothing because there was no one outside for anyone to fucking do anything except crackheads. But, you know, it's a different story. But it was like it definitely I was I, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I was definitely in a fortunate position. I was still able to work. I was still able to take vacation. I was I was able to travel like I was getting the quote unquote outside feed. Like, dude, yeah. the mornings taking the train. It was beautiful because no one was ever on the train for me for like two months. No one was on the train with me. The train. Yeah. And then that third month, I started seeing like two or three people on the train with me every day going to work and coming back from work. It got to the point where like two of us became friends. <laughs> no, yeah. but it, that's true though. You did like, because I noticed this, because like, what is it? Um, So we got, we basically closed down at the end of March. And I think like my specific branch came back up in July. So like at the, but it was like the weirdest thing because like when we shut down it was crazy because i worked in i work in the city so just seeing like manhattan itself as a ghost town is probably one of the like it was one like it was one of the straight it was one of like it was kind of sad and kind of like scary at the same time i'm like yo there's nobody in these streets it was humbling for sure it was definitely humbling and it, it was one of those things where yeah like i remember i took my bike to manhattan just so like i had to see it because i kept seeing pictures about it but i was oh, no, like dude. i had to fucking see it for myself and i was just like jesus christ like it, it really is dead but it no it's, it's dead it's, yeah like or but honestly that, like last year from april or like late march to i don't know like august maybe before no before august Probably mm -hmm. like June, like late March to June was, or July, was legitimately the happiest I've ever been going and going to and coming back from work because I had no issues on the train. I had no issues at work. All I had to do was get up. I was, the trains were so punctual. They were never late. Yeah, All the trains were the fucking on time. That was it one was... thing I noticed too. I I have because like now because they're getting more full, like the schedule is shit again. I have yeah. no, I don't know if it was because it's just less people on them, 
it was like during like the like the middle of quarantine, like like all the trains were always on time. And like, yeah, and they were like, like to the like bad schedules. We were like the train the, the trains are operating at thirty three percent. Like we we shut down most of the trains. I'm like that's fucking great. If all the trains are gonna be on time, do that all the time. That's beautiful. I'm getting to work on time every day. Actually, a half hour earlier because your trains are working correctly. This is amazing. Like it was, it was fucking fantastic. It was such a beautiful time for people that worked, in my opinion. Because like for once, I was able to go on the train, not disgusted. I was able to go on the train, have a seat, not be bothered. No one came on the train with dumb shit, dumb performances. Like the train was like an actual safe haven. Getting out of the train, no dumbasses walking around everywhere doing dumb shit. Everything was quiet, and it was so fucking beautiful. And the second everything started opening up, I'm like, oh, this is why I hate New York. Because all these idiots are outside acting like this shit doesn't fucking exist. And then that's when, at least for me, thank God I had my bike. A lot of people, like, they couldn't couldn't find, like, things to do. And when they realized what they wanted to do, they got to it too late, so they couldn't find it. For instance, biking. Bikes were gone last year. You couldn't find a bike at all, period. There was no such thing as buying a bike. If you found a bike, you got fucking lucky. Like, you might might as well have, like, played the lotto or something. But thank God I had my bike. And I used that as, like, my outside time because I'm not near anybody. I'm going super fast. And if I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop where I know there's no one there. It was it was fucking, like, I made the quarantine work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... As much of as as much of an introvert as I am and as you are, I feel like a lot of us, regardless of us being in a position that we would have preferred, which is inside, for me, because I know you said you didn't go outside, I still made the outside of quarantine work. Like I didn't just accept it. I didn't go out and be fucking heroic and fight against the grain and f- fucking lick glasses to restaurants so i can get inside like no i just did the things i wanted to do but altered how to do them to do it as safely as possible and i feel like no one or at least the majority of the people didn't give it that chance they wanted to do what they wanted to do and they wanted to do it how they wanted to do it and they wanted to do it when they wanted to do it just because they were so like I don't even know how else to say it. They were just so... They were fucking inside too long that it's like they became irrational. And I'm not talking about the people that were... That wanted to go back to work. I'm talking about just the people that wanted to be outside. Like, no... Everyone just looked at it as like, I need to be outside. Like, I want to like jerk off outside. Okay, I need to do... I just need to be outside. But it's like no one thought about how to do it. Everyone just wanted to do that their way, and they didn't give a fuck about anybody else. Like, anytime I saw somebody on a bike, rollerblades, skating, I don't know, whatever the fuck it is, like, sliding on the poles like their Iceman or Static Shock, like, I was fucking so excited, because I'm like, dude, you're doing it the right way. Like, you're doing this how you're supposed to do it. Like, you figured out what you're, what you're supposed to do if you want to fucking be out here. And especially if you want to be out here for as long as you want. Like, there was a moment where I was on my bike coming at, like, 1 in the morning. And this is while, like, we had the curfew. And aside from me having, like, an essential workers card, like, the cop stopped me. And he was like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm I'm just catching some air. 
He's like, why? You know, you know, you know, you're supposed to be inside. And I was like, yeah, I understand that. But it's one o'clock in the morning. No one's outside. I have a bike. I'm near no one. The only reason I'm near people right now is because you stopped me. I'm causing no trouble. I'm infecting no one. My tests are negative. There's, I'm not technically doing anything wrong. The only thing I am doing wrong is I broke curfew because I wanted to take my bike outside. And I was honestly like breaking it down for this cop. Like if you're going to be mad at someone, I should be on the bottom of that list because of how I'm going about breaking the rules. I'm breaking the rules, but there's no one near me. And like, he didn't really say much. He was just like, all right, well get home and get home safe. But like, I didn't leave any room for him to say anything because it's like, I'm not walking on the sidewalk. I'm not hanging out with a group of people outside. Like I wasn't doing any of that. I was, I made sure that the outside thing worked correctly. Like inside, don't get me wrong. Like my cousin came over a lot. I had a few friends over like everyone I knew that was safe, that we could like utilize each other. I made sure that we did. You know, because I still wanted that that intimacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure you did at some point. I mean, because, um, like, mm-hmm. the only person, the only, well, because, like, the only person I really, really went to visit was my sister. That was about it. Like, I think um during the summer, like, it was in August, The I went to see my dad. But that was the first time since the quarantine happened, since the shutdown happened, that I went to see him. And since August, since August, I haven't seen my dad. The only person that I've been, like, in contact with has been, like, my sister. That was about it. Because, like, but again, the the other reason I think I made it through, like, this quarantine, too, was because, like I said, I'm with somebody. Because, like, I, I don't, I would like to think that, like, if I was by myself, I would have been fine. Just because I have a hobby that let me be okay, but like I think because like my because like I, like I told you like kind of like what you went through with your girlfriend, I kind of saw it with my sister. Because like because like the because I kind of saw her breaking down a little bit here and there, and like like I said like I don't know if like I would have been the same had I not been with somebody, because I've been like yeah I got stuck in quarantine but i was luckily with somebody like i did have some type of interaction with another person so that that so that to me that's always been something like oh yeah i made through quarantine you know i'm a a homebody but like at the same time i'm also like you were also with somebody that whole time like what if you were by yourself would like if i was by myself would i would have would have been the same would have been worse so that was another thing too like in the sense that like I had somebody, I had someone to talk to at least. Yeah. And with respect to the situation, obviously we can't answer that because that's, that's not the cards that got dealt for us. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not going to say it's not the cards we got dealt for us, thankfully, because we don't even know what the situation would have been. I could just say what you said and say, in all honesty, I would have been fine. (laughs) Yeah. Like I would have been 100% fine when I'm alone. Oh my god, you gotta see the amount of fun I have when there's no one around. It's fucking beautiful. It's dude, like it's it's amazing. Like you'll be jealous at how much fun I have by myself. 
And like, if you see me around people, you're like, wow, that's like a, you, they just buzz killed you. Didn't they? like, it's, it's fucking beautiful. Like I figured out a long time ago that I love being with my friends. I don't love being with people, but like you, I love being with, like if we were hanging out, I'm fucking into that Shit. shit. You got me, you got my undefined attention. But like, if someone's like, all right, you're going to be alone for a week, dude, I'm Gucci. I'm straight. Like that doesn't make me sad. That's just like, dude, I can do so much with a week alone. Well, I can get mm. so much done. Like, just mentally, not even like physically. I can mentally get so much done. It's it's so like that time is so amazing to me. And it comes so rarely, but I I fuck I love it. But it I think to play devil's advocate, things like that tend to hit different when you're told that you have to versus being given the option to. And if I am defending the other side, that is where I'll that's that's where I'll put like a defense, a line of defense that is. Is that a lot of people were just told you got to do this, otherwise these are the consequences. And uh, I know a few people who know people. I don't know anyone directly, but I know a few people who claim to have know people that got arrested for breaking curfew or that got arrested for being outside and not being essential, like. I know a few instances of that occurring. Like that happened in front of my job. Jesus. Yeah, like um one of the lawyers in the building, uh his son-in-law was coming in and it was it was kind of hitting curfew and you know, this is when like the whole the the Black Lives Matter thing was going on and he's colored. So a lot of people blamed it on that, but the cops retort was like, well, you know, he's not supposed to be outside. He doesn't have a mask. Like he's not doing any of the, he's not following any of the guidelines. We're, we're going to detain him. And thankfully his, his fucking father-in-law is a lawyer. So he like fixed and diffused it. But like, I've seen, I've seen it happen to people. I've heard it happen to people, which is why I said earlier, like, I feel like it became a mind game pretty much in April. Like every, you had to figure out, all right, what the fuck can I do at home and how can I incorporate that outside during the allotted time? Like, the second I heard the word lockdown, I didn't need travel to, like, figure out what I was going to do and see good spots. I had everything mapped in my head. I just had to figure out the timing of when to do those things. So, like, getting back from work, I got back at four. All right, I got four hours to fuck with. Where can I go where there's no one to just chill outside? Everyone just didn't like a lot of people just didn't think like that. A lot of everyone just wanted to be around everyone in fucking parks at Dumbo, like at beaches, like everybody just wanted to do the dumb shit that and that was always going to have a crowd of people there. Well, I mean, that's why they shut down the parks to begin with. Yeah, that dude, that's why they took off the hoops and basketball courts. Because they knew, they knew, and they weren't wrong. And it just like when those things were happening, it just didn't help. Like when those pictures of Dumbo, when like while there was still a curfew and while there was still like more guidelines than we have now, like those pictures that were leaking of it being flooded with people, that shit was like fucking disgusting to watch. And I remember I was on a bike passing through there one time and I just immediately U turned the fuck out of there. Like, I didn't even want to ride through because it was just so fucking cluttered. There was too many people. And it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, 
I don't want to say that all of those people are the conspiracy theorists because I'm pretty sure a lot of those people, like, the big thing was mental health. Like, a lot of them were suffering from mental decay and they just needed some sort of outside stimulation. Okay, I get it. Like, I, I understand that. But it it just showed you, like, how unprepared people are to deal with sacrifice. Like, no, I, well, that's what I was gonna say. It's just like, you know, for you know, not trying to judge anybody, but it's like, you know, it showed it showed how some people can be selfish. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and again, this is, I'm like, I'm jumping, like, on both lines, and it's because I don't want to sound like I'm one sided on 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 this. Like, I'm pretty much like I'm looking at both vantage points, and I I am gonna point like I already pointed out a whole bunch of shit. That was wrong with what I said, but I'm also pointing what's shit about what's wrong about what the others are saying. And one of the things that I felt like terrible about was my, so one of my friends got really sick. Thankfully it wasn't COVID, but he got really sick. And because of the situation, him and his grandmother thought it was COVID. Mm. So he physically like was incapable. According to what they said, he could not, he couldn't go anywhere. One, because now he's sick, so he can't contaminate. Two, he just did not have the strength to get anywhere. He couldn't eat. He couldn't do anything. So his grandmother, 86 years old, is like, fuck, I got to like, I gotta go get this kid help. I got to find him something. I got to get his mess. I got to do something. Like, I can't leave him in here. So she ended up, she went to the nearest convenience store. She went to a pharmacy. She got what she could to get for him to help him feel better. And there was a piece of shit inside one of the convenience stores that was actually infected that was not wearing any protective equipment. And long and behold, a few days later, the grand, his grandmother got sick. They, she went to go get tested. She ended up having it. My friend got better, thankfully. His grandmother just kept getting worse, kept getting worse, ended up in the hospital, and that's where she passed. And this is what I mean when I say that people are just so fucking unprepared to deal with sacrifice. People are just unprepared for things in general. We are so fucking just, we're just not ready for anything. And I, I fuck, fuck the government. Fuck what they did right now because I'm not even talking about them. Simple things were asked of us. That we couldn't do. And don't get me wrong. I fucked up on a lot of that shit. And I will gladly admit it. I'm, I'm not. I wasn't perfect in this whole situation. Because I tried to find solutions to a problem we were all having. But the safest solution I could find. And I can confidently say that 99% of those were executed exactly how I just made it sound. In the safest way possible. With a few exceptions of me going out during the dining, which I was incredibly uncomfortable with, but I felt like I had to put myself in some sort of discomfort to understand where the problem was. And I'm actually really happy I did that because I got a good scope at a lot of people and it really like helped me understand the condition, the mental condition that a lot of people were outside or like yeah. the, the condition that they were in, but... Like, when my friend told me this, I was just so fucking, like, dude, I got, mind you, I didn't know his grandmother very well, but he's a good friend of mine, and 
I just got so fucking infuriated, not because like, you know, I had this crazy connection to her, but just because like a piece of shit trying to get stuff in a, in a, in a convenience store was so fucking irresponsible and immature, just fucking childish that he had no concern over an elderly woman that was in that same store near him trying to get things to help her fucking grandson feel better. He just didn't give a shit. He didn't know the whole story. But the fact that she was there should have prompted him to, maybe I shouldn't fucking be near her since I know I'm sick. And it's just, that was just all, that was, it wasn't even just New York. It was fucking everywhere. And this is what I'm saying, like, God, and God bless him, because, like, I, I listen to his podcast when he has interesting guests. The, the, this is what people like Joe Rogan are like. Th those are like the Joe Rogans of the world. Those are like everyone that has a fucking conspiracy theory. Those are them. They just don't care. They, they're so fucking selfish. They only think about themselves. And they're unprepared to make a sacrifice for the community that everyone needed to make. It's not just you. You're not the only one feeling it. Yeah. Your feeling don't, and I say this with respect, your feelings aren't fucking special. Because there's 8 million other people that are feeling the same goddamn thing. Like, no one gave a shit about the fucking healthcare system. The overwhelming numbers in the hospital. The fucking soldiers there were going down because they were getting sick. And not even from COVID, just from being fucking exhausted. And it's like, no one cared. And that's... Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I get... I know people in the medical field, but that's not why, like, I get high-strung about this shit. It's just crazy how fucking... I can't stand inconsiderate people. I can't. It's just... It's one of, like... You want to see me kill someone? Put someone like that in front of me. <laughs> like, that'll, that'll fucking set me into World Breaker Hulk. I don't know why. I talked for a while, so you talk now. <laughs> nah, um, like it was because, like, I agree with you too. It's just like, like I said, I do agree, with, and I, I think for me, like, I think the the thing that hit the hardest, was, especially at the beginning, was just like watching, like these uh medical personnel, like doctors and nurses, just go down, because like I think at the beginning we all saw it, it as like, oh, you know, it targets, its main target is um. Because at the time, it was, like, mainly elderly people that were kind of, like, getting it. And then you started hearing the cases of, like, someone who was, like, 25, 33, people, like, in the medical hot, like, and then it just, like, started, like, no, like, this is everybody, every, like, everyone's a target. And, then like, I guess, like you said, for me, the thing that, like, you know, I'm not going to trivialize anybody's death, like, everybody, every death is, like, it's hard, but, like, for me, it was, just like, really, like... It was like the medical personnel who are, are like working overtime, you know, just like trying to like, make, like just trying to like keep this at bay. And it's just like everybody's just coming in and like to the point where like we never got to that point. But like I remember when we had like uh, the naval ship came in um, to to basically be used as hospital beds. I remember when the Javits Center was getting turned into um like a makeshift hospital to make more, 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 um, 
more space just on the all like on the all chance we needed it because it was heading that way and like i guess they were like let's just make like let's let's turn this into um a makeshift hospital on the off chance it gets that bad because it was looking it was like it was looking like it was gonna happen so i think for me like what the like the thing that hit the hardest was just like like just medical personnel just like just going down because like i knew um i didn't know her personally but i i um i went i went to uh high school with a girl that became a nurse and she was very open about like how she like felt like that there wasn't enough like uh, um protective gear for like nurses and doctors and like a week later after that post i think she ended up getting it and luckily she recovered and um but like just 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 um because she like broke down in the middle because she recorded herself on like social media and like she broke down for like a little bit but like she composed herself but it was just like just seeing seeing it through her eyes it's like that shit that shit's rough and like um and like I, cause she's on my Facebook feed, so like every once in a while I'll check like her, her status updates. And like the other thing that's like kind of like that's kind of like scary. That kind of scares me too, because um, it's just basically we don't know what like the side effects are, like the or I should say more more clearly the after effects of COVID, because that's the other thing. Because of, like, because they're saying like yeah, you got through COVID, but like you might have like lifetime like damages now, and like because like and that's the thing with me it's like like how far down the line am i gonna see well like you had the real like you had covid right and they're like yeah you have this this and this because like you had covid because i think that's the other thing that they're, they're like figuring out out now is like the after like what are the after effects of like covid yeah it's it's this fucking slippery slope man it's uh I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I I do my very best to try and juggle both those lines just because I don't think that anyone's opinions and thoughts about this whole thing should be neglected. But it's like once you start bringing just carelessness into the situation, I think just the move, the direction that this thing should be going is it's just it's clear as day. It's just people are in denial about it. And you know, like your friend, like people I know, like my friend's grandmother, there are people suffering from this. And a lot of these people that are suffering, you know, they're watching people suffer. It's the frontline workers, you know, they're doing their fucking very best to be there as much as possible to, you know, they are the frontline workers. They are keeping us, keeping things stabilized for when people go in. They are letting, they're making sure you get home. They're making sure that their family see them again. And it's a slap in the face it's a fucking nah, slap in the face to them. And it's not fair. It's not fair at all. And like like there's a lot of people that have a lot of social influence, a lot of uh a lot of celebs that are heading in that same directions of like you know, this is this whole thing is bullshit. Take off those masks and it's just it's a fucking slap in the face that a lot of people don't understand. Cuz it's like I feel like at some point everyone that you know is going to be connected to a doctor getting them out of the hospital that had it. And it's like, you have to understand that you made that, that decision that you made, that decision that you influenced other people to do assisted in that fucking doctor's life being a living hell that day. 
I want to say that for a majority, at least like, or at least like for for a majority of like my friends, luckily I have not had, like I know what like I know maybe like one other person in terms of my friend group like that probably had it. But I want to say, luckily for like my the majority of my friends, I would like to say like think they are responsible, like um, because like I, I mean I'm kind of happy I made it this long, like into like the pandemic where like I didn't get it. Not that I was being like an asshole and like like putting myself in situations where I was like like I said, but I probably slipped up one way or another. Like I forgot to wash my hands or something, or like maybe like or like the other way, like maybe I didn't want I washed them too much, you know didn't develop defense i don't know i don't know how it works but you know uh what i don't even know where i was trying to and <laughs> i lost myself but like it's just like i'm just like i i guess what i was trying to say is like i i've just been fortunate enough to have like people close to me who did like for the most part take it serious like who i guess were trying to do their part um and trying to like curve like curve everything like trying to curve like the 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 numbers rising so like i for me like i said like i'm just kind of like happy that like for the most part most of my friends were like not selfish try to make as much sacrifices as they can maybe one or two of them had like kind of conspiracy theories here and there like and the same thing like oh, i fall <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna go for a bit um, most of my friends, like, when, like, gyms are, like, dying, like, dining kind of opened up a little bit, they kind of, like, I think what, like, what you were trying to say, like, they were, like, all right, we can go back to, we can dine, but, like, you know, we got to follow the guidelines of, like, what's considered safe for, like, indoor dining, or, like, even when the gyms open back up, like, you know, follow the guidelines for the gym. Mind you, like, I you know for those people good like i like i couldn't like like i said i haven't done like dining in or dining like outdoor dining since it was available like because i didn't feel comfortable for it like i had a couple of friends who were like yeah you know you, when outdoor dining was a thing you like we should grab a we should grab like a beer here and there i'm like yeah 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 well, we all know worries i'm like I, with no intentions of like not doing it <laughs> like <I'm laughs> not, like following up because like i just didn't feel comfortable because like mm -hmm. the thing, because like the the thing with outdoor dining that kind of like skeeved me out was like like it's kind of like I the way I kind of see it like I'm not gonna do outdoor dining with like someone who's not in my household. Like if it was someone I was living with, then yeah, that's fine. But it's just like because you can't really like when you did for me the way I kind of thought, and maybe it's not the right way of looking at it. To me, it's like when you do when you did outdoor dining and it's like let's just say it's someone who's not in your immediate like um household like yeah. you're not going to be six feet away from this person and you guys are going to be eating so your masks are clearly down and so like to me that was kind of like the whole situation where like and i was like well i'm not I, i'm still not comfortable yet to you know to to do like dining on any level that's why, like, I thought, I mean, like, that's why, like, the, I, I do appreciate some companies trying to get creative, because I think, I don't know if there was, like, any major movie theaters that were doing this, or it was small, small theaters, but, like, you could rent, you could rent out a whole auditorium for yourself, and then, like, you can, 
if you really wanted to go all out, you just rented the auditorium for yourself and watch a movie by yourself. Or like, but clearly people were like, all right, I'm going to rent out an auditorium and like these selected people are going to be in my party. So I thought that was like, you know, all right, at least you're trying something new. Trying to keep, you know, be as safe as you can. Yeah, which is always creativity is appreciated, especially during hard times like this. But I don't know. It's uh, again, it's uh, it's to go back to playing devil's advocate. Um, I did outdoor dining. I can tell you 100% of the time I was uncomfortable as fuck and still am, but mentally right now and back then, aside from data, it's one of those things where I just kind of like, I was like, all right, I'm essential. During travels, more and more dumb people are getting next to me. I can't dodge this forever. At some point, one of these bullets are going to hit. So it's either does it hit me now or does it hit me later when maybe I can't afford to get hit later. If it hits me now, it hits me now. That's kind of how I started looking at it. I was didn't mean that I did that and I started to become irresponsible. It just meant that when it came to that particular activity, outdoor dining, that's how I mainly rationalized it. Like, if I go out and eat this burger, there's a chance I'm going to get sick because I wanted to eat this burger. But at least if I get shot while I'm there, I won't get shot later on. Like, that's, so, that's yeah. how I was rationalizing it. Well, yeah, I kind of had that, not in terms of, like, outdoor dining, but I just meant in terms of, like, the, the virus itself. I was kind of like that, too. It was, like... Like, a part of me was, like, saying, like, I kind of want to get, like, I don't, this is going to sound so fucking stupid. I kind of wanted to get sick, because I was just, like, I just, I just, like, just let me, because I was, like, I was, like, scared, because I was, like, it's a death sentence, if I get it, I'm going to die, so I was, like, it's like, and it's just kind of, like, living, like, freaked out, and I was, like, I was just, like, stressed out, like, the whole time, and then, like, a part of me was, like, if I get it, and I live through it, then, like, I'll, I'll be over this hump, like, I can, like, go on and live, now, again, not, 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 like I said, and I, it's not like I'm doing it now, it's not like I got over it, I'm, like, going everywhere without my mask, like, no, it's funny, because, like, I'm still just as precautious as I was before I got it, you know, and, like, people, like, you know, they, it's coming from a good place, but some people are still teasing me about it. But I was like, I'm still going to take my precautions like I did before before I got it. But like a part of me like did want to be like, all right, let me just get this now so I can get it over with. Because like I can't live in like in a constant fear of like of like of getting it. The only the only big thing about me getting sick that kind of because like the thing what I was what I was telling like a couple of like people close to me like if I was living by myself and I got it, I didn't really care. Yeah, like I, I get sick. Hopefully, it won't be that bad. Or if it is that bad, like I can like still manage on my own. To me, the biggest thing was like I, like I said, I live with someone who's elderly. So like, if I got sick and I brought them down because I got them sick, that like honestly, that would have like that would have like that would have killed me in the inside. And like, luckily, I got sick we like the moment we knew that i got it you know we did our precautions and like it the one thing i will say i did fuck up in that situation where i was like living with someone elderly 
was that I don't know in every state, and maybe because we live in New York, we're a little bit more pri- privileged. Um, New York was gonna like New York City, I should say, was gonna provide me like a free hotel, basically. But it was like it was gonna be locked down. Like they'd be like, we can provide you a free hotel, three three meals a day. You have internet service, you have um TV, but you're gonna be in full lockdown. So like the moment you check in, you can't leave until your quarantine's done. So I like if I like I should have kind of like took them up on their offer, but it was just uh, it was the I don't know what it was mentally. It's just like hearing the fact that I couldn't like leave the hotel. It's not like again, and it's not like when I was in quarantine in my apartment, I didn't go anywhere. My like because the other person that I live with is my aunt. Like I like basically asked her if she wanted me to go check the mailbox, and she was like, "No, stay inside." She was like. I'll throw out the garbage. I'll check the mail. So, but that's that that that'll that will that's what I'll say is where I messed up. I probably should have taken that free hotel because, like, honestly, it's like it it's a good thing because, like, because like if you cohabit with somebody and like you can't get away from them, and like this the service was being offered, um. I would I would suggest anybody to take it. Like I said, that was probably my biggest fuck up. But like, like I said, we did take our precautions because like the basically the living situation for those two weeks were like it was kind of like it was it was a little tough. It wasn't too bad, but basically what ended up happening is like I we were wearing masks pretty much all day. The only time I took off my mask was to go to sleep. The moment I woke up, I put my mask on. Um. My aunt stayed in her room. I stayed in the living room because that's where I sleep. So, like, and her door was always closed. I literally, even, like, in cold degree, I slept with a window open just to have ventilation. Like, even when I was sleeping, even when it was the coldest, I kept the window up just to make sure there was good ventilation in here. Um, At the beginning, I basically took note of what, like, cups, spoons, and, like, plates i used and i kept like i kept them separate like just to make sure i didn't cross contaminate anything um i got my like anything that i know that could spread germs i like i try to separate it like i used my own sponge i opened up a new um like tub of like toothpaste just to like make sure that like i didn't grab like i wasn't touching the same things as her if I used the bathroom, I wiped down basically every certain, and this was every day, and this was every time I used it, whether it was to, like, use the bathroom, wash my hands, brush my teeth. Every time I came out of that bathroom, I had to wipe it down. And the same thing with the kitchen, because, like, the only two areas that, like, we crossed a lot were, like, the bathroom and the kitchen. So, like, so like anytime I, like, came out of the bathroom, I had to wipe it down like pretty much everything and like in the kitchen like if she was in the kitchen i would have to wait for her to finish eating and then like she would go to her room and then i would go to eat and that and that was like and that was for lunch that was for breakfast lunch and dinner so like the moment she was done eating i would go make whatever i had or if she had something for me i'd heat it up eat it and then wipe and it was the same thing wipe down all the services and like the crazy thing for me was like and this is why, like, and, like, this is, like, the dumbest thing I'm about to say, but, like, kind of low-key, kind of, like, true. 
don't put off things for the last minute because I fucked up in the sense of like two days before I got sick. I was like, I got to do laundry. I got to do laundry. I got to do laundry. Never did it. So the moment I got sick, I was in quarantine. I couldn't wash anything. The only thing that I absolutely did wash were like underwears. So I was like rotating like the same three like sweatpants like the whole time I was in quarantine. But like the only thing I made sure that was clean that I hand washed was was underwear. Everything else I pretty much was like rotating, trying to like just not stink. Like I took my showers every day, but like like I said, like laundry was kind of like that's what I was like, fuck man, I should have just taken care of this like like as soon as I could. Yeah, I got pretty lucky in that department. Uh, right when like the lockdown hit, I had just finished three bags of laundry. I had just finished getting sixty uh, three twenty packs of toilet paper. Um, I had gotten two twenty packs of Bounty. Uh, I had just like finished. I got like a box of hand sanitizers from Bath and Body Works. I had gotten, uh, I think it was like an eight pack of Lysol, uh, twelve pack of the white. Like I for dude, I don't know what the fuck. I normally just buy this shit like bi monthly, except yeah. the hand sanitizer. Like I had just finished getting six bottles of Purell that I would take to work with me. Like the big jugs. Like I yeah. dude, I stocked up. So it's like I was oddly good. Like it I still have it. Like it hasn't run out. And it's it was one of those things where like right when they were like lockdown. Uh, Scott's gone. Hand sanitizer's gone. Wipes are gone. Sorry, you're not going to see this until like August. I was so fucking happy that I did all that shopping when I did because it was just a few days and then, hey, you guys can't go outside anymore. Like at work, I was the only one that had hand sanitizer. I was the only one that had Lysol, Clorox, uh, fucking Purell. I had Purell all of last year. I still have it. Uh, like my brother had to come to me for toilet paper for his his wife's mom. Oh, really? Yeah, like it was, dude. I was the only one of the people that like out of everyone I knew, I was the only one that was able to get any of that shit, or that even had it. So the one thing, because the the one thing we use around here a lot is alcohol. Yeah, I had that too. And, the ninety percent. Yeah, I so I had like a couple of bottles. So like when the like so when that first happened. Cause the thing is, like everybody was hitting up like major stores when, like, when that's like so, like Shoprite, all like the big brands like that. So they were hitting up those stores for like toilet paper, like alcohol. And I remember I was like, I have a ninety nine cent store that's like two blocks away from me. So like when everybody was like, oh, there's no more alcohol, there's no more alcohol. I went to my like ninety nine cent store and I like I didn't want to be an asshole and like let me just buy this all out. <laughs> so I bought like a couple. I I bought like four six bottles. And, like, I think it was, like, six, because I do remember, like, my, my mom was like, oh, I can't find alcohol. I was like, I have two, I have six bottles that are 90%. Like, I'll give you two. And she was like, <laughs> all right, you, fine. <laughs> but then, like, a week, like, so, like, a week after I went to, like, buy, like, those alcohol um, bottles, when I went back, all the 90 and 7% were gone. All I could find was, like, 50%. I was like, this isn't going to do shit. So it's yeah, like, once you get to 50, like, that's like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> it's just, so, yeah. Just, yeah, it doesn't Cause, do anything. Yeah, because I try not to go lower than 70. And I'm like, all right. Well, past 70, I think even 70 is a stretch. Like that, it'll work on some things, but not a lot of things. Because I think the lowest they were saying, or at the time, I don't know if it's changed. I remember at the time they were like, 
if you're going to use the alcohol, it shouldn't be lower than like 60%, I think, at the time, if you want it to be some type effective. I think they were saying like 60 or 62 was like the lowest you can go. Dude, if that's like the use... other that's like the other side of this thing. It's like if you want an example of how irrational a group of people are like a person can 100% be smart, intelligent and prepared. People are dumb. And you was able to tell that through just going to grocery stores. All the fucking videos that you saw online of people fighting over toilet paper like it it just showed you how like how sad people actually are savages the savages people are and how fucking selfish people actually are that people were hitting old ladies punching other people out getting in a fight over bound like bro are you like are you actually dumb that you don't understand how these things are manufactured it's not also- it's never gonna run out like, it was going to come back. You just had to <laughs> grab a pack, get the fuck home. Let everyone else grab their packs. Tomorrow, you'll see a new fucking delivery. Instead of overburdening and straining the manufacturers to dish shit out in all types of location and slowing the process down. People, again, just selfish, careless, reckless animals that cannot be relied upon. And, so the whole point... Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. No, I was gonna say, well, I was gonna say the whole toilet paper situation. I don't know if it's just something like my mom instilled, in like or like my mom and my aunt do, but like we always, it wasn't the best. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't the best brand, but we always had like a twenty pack of of toilet paper. We always yeah. had a twenty pack, and like if it was on, so if we had like a twenty pack and there was another twenty pack on sale, then we would have like two. We would have like one full twenty pack, and the other one was probably like halfway done. So, like, in terms of the toilet paper situation, we were actually okay. And, like, the other thing was, like, again, the same 99-cent store, again, it was off-brand toilet paper, so it wasn't the best. But, like, they had toilet paper, so, like, again, I bought, like, you know, four or six rolls just in case. But, like, I never went, like, I wasn't, like, I didn't go there and be like, yeah, let me get all your toilet paper and all your your rubbing alcohol. (laughs) A part of me did want to do that with the rubbing alcohol, but I was like, I'm not, you know, like, I was bitching them on and people were like, this shit so i was like i'm not gonna do that i am gonna buy six and like i said it worked out from my favor because like i gave to my my mom but it's just like that whole again i dodged the toilet paper situation because i had a 20 pack at home the times that i went to the store i could find toilet paper again wasn't the best but i was like you know it'll do dude you gotta you gotta think about your neighbors man the deli that i go to like i i know this me and the son are real tight so like his dad while this whole thing was going on, he was the only deli within miles that was able to get Lysol and the wipes, like the spray, the wipes, Clorox, the spray, the wipes, seventh gen, the spray. Like he was a, he did the, the homie was stocked up on everything. He never lost stock. And immediately, like anytime people would be at the counter, he's like, no, you can only grab one toilet paper. You can only grab one. It's the guideline, whatever. But anytime I came in, he's like, yo, yo, what do you need? Do you need a pack of this? Do you need a pack of this? Do you need, oh, and it was one of those things where it's like I could have taken advantage and been like, fuck my neighbors. But that's just not how my mentality was. Like, I was like, no, I'll just, you know, just give me one, one of each, if that. Not that I need it, but just, like, give me, like, two rolls. Give me a, a, one spray. Give me some white. Like, that's it. I don't need your whole stock because other oh, people yeah. in this neighborhood 
are relying on you to supply them with this. And I'm not going to be the asshole that makes them more terrified to do things because they can't do it in a sanitized fashion. Like maybe somebody else that you're close to that you do this for will come over here and do that. And believe me, I saw a guy trying to do that. But that's not going to be me. Like I'm not, it's it's like you said, like I'm not, I have a conscience. I'm not going to fucking do that. I'm trying my best here to think about my neighbors. We all need to be safe. We all need to look out for each other. And in a way, we all have to keep each other safe. And this is one of the ways to do it. And it, you know, a lot of people just, and when I say a lot of people, I mean more than half were just, it's pathetic. It really, it really was pathetic. It was, it was sad. They should fucking be embarrassed of themselves. It's a poor excuse for humanity. It was fucking ridiculous. And, and all they're going to do is chalk it up to fear. That's their excuse. I was afraid. What did you want me to do? Well, I was afraid too, but you didn't see me doing that shit, did you? A lot of us were afraid. A lot of us were fucking terrified. I remember my, my girlfriend kept asking me, like, dude, you're, you have chronic and fucking anxiety. Like, you take medication for your anxiety. How are you not shitting your pants when you're going to work and it again it was one of those things where like i rationalized it by i dodged a bullet today but i'm gonna get shot in the future i can't be scared of when that of when i'm gonna get hit with the bullet i just can't yeah. i can't live like i can't live in that headspace because then i'm gonna end like i'm gonna fucking end up like you <laughs> like i remember that's how that's how i was talking to her like I don't want to fucking be like on the couch terrified and depressed out of my mind because I don't know when I'm going to get sick. Like, I can't do that. That's just not like, that's not going to help me. I'm already fucking anxious. Like, I'm like mentally, I'm being ripped apart from the inside daily that with about things that don't have to do anything with COVID. I don't need another thing to fucking kill me mentally. I can't fit it in. So the sooner I was able to come to terms with this Listen, I'm gonna, one day. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get sick. I know I am, and honestly, I hope to God that I'm resilient enough to recover from it and get the version of it that you did. I pray to all the deities in the world. I, you know, I really hope that it works out that way for me. It may, maybe it won't. Maybe I'll get it, and I'm gonna fucking croak. I don't know. I don't. I can't predict that. I don't know. I don't have data. None of us have data on it. But it's gonna happen. Well, we're at the tail. Well, maybe being a little optimistic, we're at the tail end. Hopefully, you know. It, even with the vaccine, get, it's gonna happen. Well, it's it, this isn't so? something that's this isn't something that's gonna go away. This is it's is the flu. Just that's like what H1 I was say. N1. You think it's a? You think it's another? Um, another yeah, it's, seasonal vaccine we got to do? It's just gonna be another thing. It's uh, that's all it is, and I internally, I didn't not like. For and not it wasn't on display internally. I struggled with accepting that because obviously I don't want to hear. I last year, the only thing I was telling myself is I don't want to hear about this next year, and it's next year, and we're coming up oh. to the anniversary when the lockdown started, and we're still oh, yeah, here. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things where it's last year I prepared myself for this month, for when the year mark hits. And we've gotten essentially only a few inches away from normalcy. Mind you, I think we've been doing great. I think that the numbers being where they are is great comparative to where they were. 
people are still perishing. Uh, technically, there's 9-11s happening every day through sheer numbers of COVID deaths. But as long as we, we aren't where we were, I think it's it's a win. We just have to we have to keep trying harder every day to try and get further away from that number that we were satisfied with because it was further away from the other number. We have to keep doing this together and we can't have stragglers just veer off the path because it's just going to set us back. And I've accepted that there's people that are going to do that. There's there's a reason why we the progress slowed down a little bit last year and it's because there's just fucking people that don't care. So I can't I can't go to work terrified to get sick because then I'm I'm going to get myself sick and then I'm really going to be fucked up. And then I won't have a job because I won't be able to make it to work because I'm all right. fucked up mentally. And it's 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 only going to get worse if I let that happen. If I let this situation infect me, how it's infected so many people, my girlfriend included, it's it's not going to end well. And like you said before, we are grateful that we've, we've, we've been able to keep our jobs. I'm grateful that I've been able to keep my job. I want a fucking vacation, goddammit, but I'm grateful. Grateful I still have that motherfucker. But I can't go to work wondering, is today the day? Dang. Oh, yeah, that's true. Can't, yeah, oh. like I, I just can't do it. And a lot of people have, have let them drive them crazy or dr- let that drive them crazy. Like it's one of those things, honestly. And I got to thank my mom for that because my mom was being such a fucking trooper. Like whenever, when everything was locked down and my girlfriend was going nuts and she needed some kind of like connection, like just communication. That wasn't me. Like my mom was like, listen, I'm going to go over there. I'll cook for you guys. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of you guys. And my, you know, I'm like, no, you're fucking, 138 you got to stay home like stay I, home. I can't oh, i can't yeah. fucking have you travel like if you travel to come over here to do something we technically don't need you to do and then you get sick how do you think i'm gonna feel no yeah it's true and um so because yeah going off of that i kind of had a i had a i had a support system too when i got sick because um my sister my sister would buy us things on amazon get it shipped here so it was like basically cleaning products my mom still worked so she wouldn't come into the house, but she was like, if we basically like the grocery shopping, we kind of did it through her. We gave her a list. She would be like, hey, the food, like she'd come up like right, at, right in front of our, like our apartment, um, our apartment door. Mm-hmm. And she'd call us and be like, hey, the food's like right there, you know, come and get it. So like, that's how, cause like, basically like when I got it, the, like the, the rationale between like my mom and my mom was basically like. Yeah, Han's got a quarantine too now, so like, don't let your aunt go out. I'm like, all right, you know, she's like, if she wants to go out, she will. But luckily, she she really didn't like, she really didn't go out that, like like that. Um, but basically, like me getting sick, kind of like in, in it sucks, kind of like forced my aunt to go into quarantine too. But like, look, like, like I said, I'm just really thankful for like the support system that I had because, like, like I said. If I needed groceries or food, I had my aunt, my my mom, and my sister like to rely on. It's uh, it definitely made it made shit easy. easier. Yeah. yeah, it made it made everything easier. One hundred percent. Like 
it it was it's I don't know it's it's one of those things where it's like you give people an inch and they take a yard. Like whenever new things was coming out about COVID, like uh, when the sur- uh, when the surface thing got debunked, and they were like, it doesn't survive on a surface longer than like two hours. Like you don't even it's not even transmitted through surfaces. You don't even have to worry about it because remember people were terrified to touch shit, myself included. But when once like the health department mentioned that. Again, that's an inch that they're giving us. Like, this is one less thing you have to worry about. So if there was something that you weren't able to do, like how your mom was bringing you food while you were sick, you can do this with a little bit more confidence now because we have scientific data to support that it is not transmitted through this way. So you have less to worry about. And now a mother can bring her son food while he's sick. You can do this now. Because science has let us know that it's safe to do that. And people saw that inch and they turned it into a fucking yard. And they heard, we can go to the beach? Like, that's how fucking people took that shit. Well, I mean, like, I think that was, like, the craziest thing when, like, during the summer, like, just, was it, like, Florida was going crazy? Like, just watching, like, how people were, like, filling the beaches. I don't know. I'm throwing Florida under the bus right now. But I'm pretty sure it was, like, other places where, like, Florida was beaches were. There's still, like fucking offenders over there repeat offenders consistently i don't even think they know that this shit is real i think they still think it's a hoax it was crazy because i think like at at a certain time like at least in new york like if you travel to florida i think when you came back you had to get tested they're like or they they were like you have to i don't know how they they're gonna enforce that though but they were like, if you came, like, if you went to Florida and came into New York, you had to quarantine for two weeks. Again, I don't know how. Oh, no. 100%. Or one, not. Of, one of my coworkers but. went to Florida for vacation, came back, and upon coming back, he was told by authority, and they were, they did something to keep tabs on him, that he had to stay in quarantine. They contacted our boss to let him know where he came back from. And if he were to show up at work, immediate termination. Like they kept tabs on him, and that was through that was through uh, when you got s- scanned through the airport, when you came back and you were like I'm assuming at baggage claims because that's when you see the authority. That I'm assuming that's when they did it because they were on his ass like white on rice. Everyone that was wow. in his house no longer allowed to go outside. He 14 days keep your ass inside. Fresh direct Amazon fresh. You got Uber Eats. Figure it out, motherfucker. No, yeah, because we were gonna, that's that's what I was actually gonna do. I was like, because I made up, yeah, I think it was was it fresh? Yeah, I think it was fresh direct. But like I said, I didn't have to do it because my mom was like, no, and she was like, I'll drop the food off, just make the list. I'll you know, I'll leave it right by your door. I'll call you when I'm like downstairs, like when I'm outside the building. And then I was like, all right, <laughs> I'm Amazon Fresh. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a crazy it was a what we've been on this topic for like an hour and a half. It was a crazy time, and we're still going through the crazy time. And I tried to make the topic as not one-sided as possible. But you can't blame me or our lad here for bringing up so many of the facts. Yeah, for you. (laughs) Like, bringing up all all these things that the other side did. And by the other side, I mean the conspiracy theorists, the non-believers, the people who question science itself. You... You can't like, you can't blame us. 
Like there's so many things that happened and a lot of it is documented. A lot of it, you can still find it everywhere fucking online. You can see all these things that we're talking about. I'm pretty sure they happen in your neighborhood at some point. It just, it doesn't help anything. We understand the reasons, but to an extent with all things, with all walks of life to an extent, excuses are not enough and excuses are inexcusable. It's just not something that is good enough when it comes to something like this, not disregarding anyone's feelings or anyone's struggles. Because again, I struggled. Francisco struggled for people. We know struggled. Everyone struggled. No one's struggle was more significant than anyone else's. This motherfucker has COVID and I, or had COVID and I 100%, I sympathize with him, but that does not make his struggle any more, any, any more in the limelight than mine. Like his isn't, his struggle is still, it's the same thing. We're on, we're on the same, we're on the same team. You understand? I I got, I got lucky. Very mild case. So, uh, mild case, but you still had it and you became a weapon. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, and that's the other thing. Like, yeah, a lot of people had mild cases, but they were still a fucking lethal weapon. Oh, yeah. And I think that's, I think that's the other thing that people don't realize. Like, and it, it's in our faces every day. And I think that's the, the main point that they're, that, that they're arguing is like, you're going to get people sick. You might even kill someone inadvertently. But, like, if you're the person that got that other person sick and they happen to die, that that's why I said, for me, like, if I, when I got sick and I got my aunt sick, I, dude, I, pro, I, I think that would personally be the one thing that, that finally tipped me into depression. I would have been like, this person's gone because I got fucking sick. And rightfully so. And not saying that you would have even not taken the proper precautions. It's just, it's a byproduct of getting this fucking this it's it's just a byproduct of getting covid and yeah you can't be 100% all the time uh safe but you can be as safe as possible and do things that aren't stupid and irrational and a lot of people that's just that's too tall of a task to order like right now people that are that are out of the contagious period are like you said earlier they're they're not wearing masks they're like oh i had it already don't worry about it i'm good it's like, okay, yeah, you're not going to get sick, but you can still get it, motherfucker. You're not contagious right now. That's not going to last. You will yeah, get true. you will get it again to where you are contagious. You're just not going to get sick, but the three people behind you, yeah, they're going to get it. And it's it's just shit like that isn't registering in people's heads. And yes, I understand there's sciences here saying one thing and there's sciences to the other side saying the other thing. Okay, I understand. I, I get that maybe there's one person that you'd rather listen to than the other. But at the end of the day, if there is an ailment with death at the end of it, you should probably take a little bit more precaution about what you're doing. Being Be a little bit more considerate is all I'm saying. Um. And I, I hope we see more of that. You know, I really do. But uh, we don't have to talk about this anymore. We could talk about something else if you if you wanted to. Um, I think we. I honestly did not expect this to go into COVID, but I felt like you having the Rona was a good segue into talking about it. 
I was I was following your lead, and I was like, all right, I guess this is the topic we're gonna focus on. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Talking about COVID always exhausts me. Not because it's like, well, no, yeah, just because it's fucking everywhere and it's just all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, you can't yeah. escape it. It's one of those. It's just, and I just get so like high strung over it just because. Again, as an essential worker and like the heat of it, seeing things go in and out of the city. Yeah, you didn't always like what you saw outside, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't know. I don't know, friend. What are you, uh, what are you thinking? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I actually okay i actually did want to say this is completely opposite of what the hell we were just talking about but uh i thought it would not be hilarious i i just thought it would be interesting to bring up um so me and uh francisco used to actually work together at gamestop oh, I'll, have, I'll have you people know <laughs> and uh yeah we were we were wifeys for lifeies over there along with our third comrade who is not on the cast at the moment but one day she will be. She's kicking ass right now, so let her kick ass. But we uh, we started off as the low bottom tier game advisors, which aren't given uh, Bro, many hours to work with. I was gonna say, speak for yourself. You you climbed the ladder. I fucking left a I, low a lowly I employee. We, I said we started. We started. <laughs> I didn't say it ended up that way. I just said you I stayed there. You would have. I stayed there. I was like, "Fuck um, this place." I had to leave. But in while we were in that position in GameStop, Game Advisors, which all you're supposed to do is be on the floor, ring some people up, and just fucking try and get people to buy the rip off power up cards and credit cards that they had. That that was literally just your job. But you had to do all this in like three hours because that was the time you was given a week. Three or four hours. Well, like, do you remember how like how many hours we got? Because yeah. I feel like I feel the like store, sometimes I'm ex- the store would get one hundred and twenty-eight, and forty-five of those went to the manager. Forty of those went to the ASM. Uh, twenty-five of those guaranteed were to the the SGAs, and every store always had two of them. So that's already over a hundred, and the rest of them went to the GAs, and each store had roughly about five or six GAs. Or at so least we were literally day. working four hours a week. Yeah. Like, and... I, I remember like saying that to myself. I was like, I can't be doing that math right. No, no. Yeah, that was you was doing the math right. And remember, our store was a $3 million store. So we had the money for more hours. It's just GameStop was a piece of shit. But that's besides the point. The point I'm getting yeah. to actually is a lot more fun. So because we were working such little hours, I remember me and Fran were working together with our current boss at, or a boss at the time whom if you're listening to this i don't know why you would be i know she follows me on instagram so i don't know if she does listen to these podcasts but i promise this is just a jab we're not making fun of you but you did say some really dumb shit this day so i'm gonna i'm gonna you know let, let it out and then i'll compliment you right afterwards i promise um me and fran were kind of having a conversation amongst ourselves about the time we were given and what was expected of us with that time given, which was completely irrational. Uh, it was an irrational 
mountain to climb with the time that we had to climb it. No one can climb Everest in four hours. It's just not possible. And that is what the upper management had expected of us. And mind you, uh, he's probably going to be modest and humble, but we were very good at our fucking jobs. We knew a lot about what we were doing, and we did it very well. Uh, there was some social anxiety in there, but nonetheless got the job done. And we were having a conversation about this and kind of venting to each other, and our boss inserted her opinion, saying that we needed to show more initiative. We oh needed to. Uh, we needed to be. We needed to want it. You know, we had to do. We had to turn those four hours into forty somehow because that's how time works, right? And she was telling us basically like we needed to reach for the proverbial brass ring. And we were trying to explain to her like, look, we're here for four hours. By the time we walk in, the store is a fucking mess and you're looking to us to clean it, which we do clean it. We get everything. We get everything in order so that way you can close on time and everyone can go home on time. That's really why we're here. And we kind of evolved from that point, if you like how we do that, and then we are given a new responsibility, and that responsibility is passed on to a new hire. That's essentially how the system works. Um, apparently, they liked us enough to let us know that that was going to be one of us, if not both of us, but we weren't reaching enough. Oh, yeah. we, we, just for some context, me and Lee actually got hired for seasonal, so we weren't even sure if we were going to stay. Yeah. To have to have that conversation sprung upon us after venting, that, that came as a shock. But yeah, we weren't in an area where like we're gonna keep our jobs. No, we were kind of like, damn, we gotta look for a job. But uh, so after you know, they, they she gave us the whole reach for the brass ring speech. You know, we know you know you you a better is expected of you. You can do it. You got to do more with your time. You got to want it. Show it. Do all all the dumb shit that managers say is what. Our manager was saying. And managers say that from a point of ignorance nine times out of ten because, one, she wasn't hired in the position that we were. She might have worked a job in a similar position, but that job is not the job that we were at. And I'm sure she got more time in that job to do that job than we were given to do our jobs. And she never really understood what we were saying when we said... We can't show initiative with four hours because in order for us to do that, we have to ignore the tasks that you are given to us for us to complete in those four hours for the store to maintain itself. What we're supposed to do, just to give you an idea there, we had roughly eight walls that was filled top to bottom in alphabetical order with different games from PS3 all the way to Xbox One and PS4, like DS xbox 360 3d at like literally everything everything was there and when yeah, we got was, in uh, this was at the time i think ps they hadn't just launched but they're still new so we were like adding we we're adding like more games because like xbox one came out and ps4 came out yeah so that was the thing the wii u came out like this was all all this was still like very it was still peak so yeah Whenever we walked in the store, which would be at around 4 o'clock, sometimes 3.30 if we were lucky, the first thing that was on the counter was all the games that people were taking from the walls for preview. Oh, yeah. 
back up. Yeah. And we had to put that shit back in fucking alphabetical order. And if you've never been into a GameStop and looked at the game wall, uh, Google pictures of that. So you can see the fucking humanity that we had to deal with in those stores. And mind you, our store was bigger than most stores that you would see at like GameStop that you would walk by. So whatever wall that you're fucking looking at, it doesn't suffice for what we had to do. Picture that wall being about seven times bigger. And that was what we had to do. So we had to organize that. That was task one. Task two was organize the trade-ins, label the trade-ins, while ringing up customers, getting memberships, and getting people to sign up for the credit card. So that was the thing. I I don't know. Maybe I think that's probably why they didn't look at me for like as a potential like um maybe as a potential higher up because and, I, and this and I suffer from this now. Like I didn't give a shit about like the memberships or the credit cards. I didn't sell one. I I, I shit you not. I never sold a membership or a credit card. So I think that's why they are like this kid's a lost cause because I like I was just like I'm gonna. I got my I got my duties. I'm gonna do that shit. And like if a customer needs my help, that's that's what I'm here for. I guess that it like on some level, if I'm gonna like play devil's advocate on myself, I guess that is like a mentality that I probably shouldn't have had, I guess. Like if I wanted to move up in GameStop. But the other thing was like I honestly would have stayed with GameStop had they just given me more hours. Because it was just getting to a point where, like, we were roughly working, like, four, eight hours a week. Because the thing is, like, we got hired for seasonal. Anybody who knows that seasonal is basically the holiday season. Yeah, and you're, and you're maxed mm-hmm. out at hours when you're seasonal, by the way. When you're it's seasonal. not part-time. Yeah. So this was my first seasonal job, so I had no idea what to expect. I just remember, like, you're going to get hired seasonal. That typically means you get hired for the holidays for the U.S. That's, like, basically November till after New Year's. So like those those months, forty hours every like pretty much until January, and then like I guess like um that first week in January they told us you guys you guys are permanent awesome, but that's when like the hours got cut. So we went from like forty hours a week to, to four hours a week to four hours, <laughs> and on a good day, on a good week, maybe ten. And that was so, pushing it. <laughs> Yeah, that was, and, that, and that's why, like, it really was pushing it. And, like, I just remember, like, I was, like, I remember, um, I remember saying, and I guess it is true, I was, like, I was paying to go to work because I had to pay for my MetroCard. <laughs> so, for me, that, that was the thing. That was the reason I left because, like, had they given me more hours, had they given me, like, yo, I wasn't even asking for, like, full time. Had they given me 20 hours, I probably would have stayed. But that's why, like, I started looking outside employment. I was like, I can't. I also felt like a piece of shit because I was like, I'm not going. Like, I don't know. I was like, I'm not proud of this job. Not that to say it was a bad job, but it's like, like, it's not something I'm like, oh, yeah, I work at GameStop. No. <laughs> but like, we were like, at least I was. I was getting 40 hours, uh, four hours. Sorry. So I was like, I need to leave. I was like, I, I have to, I have to find something else. So that's why I left. And I, and at the time when I got my new job, I was hired part-time. So I was trying to balance both. 
but it was just like a schedule conflict and like eventually because like i I remember i i used to give lee all my shifts because i couldn't i i would get my schedule gamestop would have their schedule out and i would still get i would still be getting my other job schedule like later so like the days i was scheduled at gamestop were already scheduled for my new job so I'd just be like, Lee, you know, do you want the extra hours? Do you want the extra hours? To the point where, like, I was surprised that the manager at the time didn't fire me. Because he liked you. He actually told, like, he, I remember we had, like, when we were closing, he was like, dude, what, like, what the fuck's wrong with Francisco? Like, why doesn't he come in? And I'm like, like, do, do you want an honest answer? Because he's like, well, yeah. I'm like, well, he has another job because he wasn't getting hours here. He's like, fuck. Well, can you think like when's a good time to talk? Like he actually wanted to call you and talk to you about that because well, he, he was gonna well, get you more hours. But I forgot what happened. But I think, and I'm not gonna say his name. The DM is the one that fucked that up. Oh, well. because it had to go through him. He remembered your name because of a certain someone, and then it got rejected. But he did. He did like you, and he did want to keep you. But um. No, it- and, and like I, it was nothing against him. Like, cause like I said, this was like, this was already like, because we went, we were on our second manager when we started. We were on our second manager at that point. So like the first manager, I was like, I'm not getting hours. I have to go. Um, and like I did want to juggle it, cause I was like, yo, it's four hours. I was like, I could do that. And honestly, the only reason I wanted to keep it was because I still wanted my discount. Yeah, that was nice. The discount was still activated even with four hours a week. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. The only thing is because I was like a GA, it was only like, what, 10%, 15 That was 10%, right? 15 It was 15 okay. But so there I was things to... you could do to make it more. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> but I was just like, yeah, so I was like, you know what? The perks, the perks here aren't that great for me anyway. Because the thing is, like, oh yeah, you get discounts on games. I like, yo, I'm working fucking four hours, uh, four hours a week. You, you think I'm gonna be buying games every week? <laughs> I think I did go, I did go crazy for Christmas because I was like, oh yeah, I got money. And then like, bro, you should have saved that money because you ain't doing shit. <laughs> so that that's why I left. And again, um, we're not, we're not gonna go in detail about this the current the manager we're talking about because he had his own list of problems. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm, I'm happy he liked me. But um, it was just like it, at that point, like the damage was done. I was like, I gotta go, cause like the thing, the other, the other thing with the job, the with the new job was that um, for some reason the hiring process was uh was long, cause I remember doing my interviews in March and I didn't get a reply until like May, or some I. I like something like that. It was like the end of March. I did my interview process and I didn't get an acceptance until like May. I actually gave up on that job. Cause I like, I didn't hear back. So I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta move on to something else. But it wasn't until May that I got, I got the, the acceptance for it. And like I said, I was going to juggle, I was going to try to juggle the new, got, uh, the new job in GameStop. But it's just that when I got my schedule for the new job, it always conflicted. And like, at this point, like, while I still had my employment with GameStop, the new job was offering me more hours and more pay. So, like, clearly that was going to be a priority for me. 
Yeah, I remember. Um, and I'm gonna get back to our boss because I did want to say something that's completely immature, but uh, I'll say it at the end. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like you already know what I'm gonna say, but I'm gonna say it. Anyway. I know where this is going. Um, but we'll get back to that. Um, so when she left, and the other boss, came, well, so first off, she left, and we cycled through about four people. None of them worked out. And then the last one that we had, which was the reason why I left, I know you remember her. Um, she so first off, they sent someone who who came from a failed store. She couldn't keep her store up because she was terrible at her fucking job. Her staff sucked. They couldn't sell anything, and they could draw no business. So they thought, let's put this woman in a three million dollar store where the traffic is insane. And she'll excel because her work ethic is terrible, but it's going to be okay because GameStop. So they put her in here. And at this point, and I'm, and I'm going to say this like I'm not trying to say it like I got like a 15-inch dick or anything. But when she came to the store, I was basically the one you had to go through. Like at that point, enough time had gone through to where like the GM – not the DM, the GM that over that oversaw everything. He knew me, and he basically called that like thirty two, thirty two ten was my store. Did you make it to assistant manager or just senior? GM? Yeah, I was. No, I was. I was ASM. You are ASM. Yeah. All right. So like everyone, like dude, in the, quickly, bro. In the Same. district, the, the numbers were fucking. Dude, between me and the Asian sensation, we were fucking killing it, dude. The numbers, our store was beating every store in the district. All the way to the city. Like, we were doing city numbers in a borough. That's fucking, like, that's how, like, all of our people got trained to do car. Like, we were card machines. The store was con- consistently just, we were fine. To the point where the, the process to find a manager was so delayed because they knew we didn't need it that they let us go. They were like, listen, if you don't need the manager, the DM will send out, like, he'll do the scheduling just let him know like what's what's going to work since you guys got a system and we'll just go off that. They let us rock for months, like almost a year. And dude, we were good. We didn't need any help. We were constantly fighting for this this fucking girl coming to manage the store cuz she was she it wasn't just her. She was coming with three of her people who oh. sucked just as much dick as she did. And well. before she left or before she got here, uh, there was another temp that we had that was trying to make it work, and he fucking royally just pissed off and shitted on uh, one of the SGAs that we had, who was awesome. She was amazing. She was be- – well, okay, and I say this with respect. She had tits, so she can get memberships way better than oh I could. God. So, like, she, dude, she was, she was gorgeous. She was beautiful, and she was smart, and she was geeky. So it's like it was easy. But she has huge. She had huge breasts, so it it was fucking light work for her, and that was the only person that outsold me like with with membership cards. So I was like, we were all fucking like, we all did something for each other, and she was butting heads with one of the temps. So she was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. She, she booked it. it. Yeah, she fuck. booked it because the DM told her he's the permanent manager, and he was full of shit because the GM said no, it wasn't. And I think he said that because he didn't actually like her. Is what I is what I was told. He fucking hated her. So he said that as a way for her to go. So now, know, dude, like I, I left. I left at a time where like I was so bottom of the like bottom of the totem pole, where I didn't know any of the inner politics of that store. So like so hold on, everything hold on, that hold I on. found out was like brand new to me. 
Time out, time out. Hold on. We're still going. We're still going. Um, <laughs> I'm, I don't know why I'm so fucking excited to say this. I don't get a chance to vent my GameStop stress enough. Um, so anyways, so we lost. So we lost fucking thing one. Now, it's me. And at this point, the Asian sensation was gone before she was because life situations happened to where she left the company entirely. So now we were down two, and there was only me and two other people that were, like, worth a damn. Everyone else was just kind of, like, death fodder. And when the new person comes in, my right-hand man, I can't say his name because he actually asked me not to whenever I speak about this on podcast. He was like, look, if this woman gets hired, I know her. I've worked with her before, and I want to put a harpoon through her face. So I was like, great. This is perfect. And he's like, but if she comes here and she actually gets the store, I'm quitting. So he's just like, I'm just letting you know now. Like, I'm not, I can't do it. So I'm like, fuck. All right. So we tried to fight it. Uh, Obviously, she got it. And now we're down another, I'm down another man. So I lost three fucking soldiers. So now it's me and one other person who's phenomenal. Now she starts butting heads with the DM because she's trying to transfer to the store I was trying to transfer to. Which would have left the the store that we were at short of any management. Like it would have just been her and the team that she was bringing to the store. Which at this point she needed with her. So here's Uh, my thing. She's going to. So she came in to your like. So she she came came into into my store and wanted to bring the people from her store. And she failed to to keep that store up. What happened? And then she wanted to transfer out after that. No, 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 no. So my friend, the only person I had left there that I that actually like that I was working with before they got there, yeah. once she found out that she had that she got the store, she was trying to transfer out to thirty two thirty three in Court Street. Oh, okay. And he, the DM kept denying her because I don't know. You should be naming store names, but okay. Fuck them. <laughs> I don't. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I will. T- I don't know. Whatever. But anyways, um, so she got denied and. She she left. She quit. She went to another job. She had a better job anyway. But we were all we all just fucked with each other so much that we just wanted to stay working together. Like we legitimately like we all loved going to work. We went to work so fucking happy, dude. It was crazy. I've never been to work that happy before in my life. Not even to today. And now it was like now I was alone. Now it was just me. I was around dumbasses all the time, fucking idiots that couldn't even talk to people correctly. And when I walked in. Oh, so when she came in, I got demoted. Oh, for real? Yeah, I I went down to an S, uh, an SGA. Wait, so she so, came in, at, but she came as what? Uh, she a store came manager in an assistant. Or an she assistant? came in as a store manager. So when she get wanted demoted? she wanted her SGA to be the ASM. Oh wow! So instead of sending me somewhere where I could have been the ASM, I got demoted at the store, and I watched some fucking moron get the ASM spot. So now at this point. I already have another job. I was working two jobs at this point. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need to be here. I really don't. I could go and I'll be fine. But I'm like, oh, man, this is like I put so much fucking time here. Like maybe if I if I can if I can get a transfer approved, maybe I could like kind of start over, but a little quicker at another store and just take over that store. Like, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll I got to figure this out somehow. But so I was devoted to like giving this a second chance. And then she sat me down and she was like, listen, I don't know who trained you, 
but they're morons. You're not doing anything right. And honestly, I think my guys can teach you a lot of the things that you're lacking. Because I don't know how this store has survived with you and the team you had. But it's concerning me that we may not be able to recover from these numbers. She's saying this. She's fucking saying this as our store was number one in the district. Moment of silence for that bitch. Anyways. So, I'm listening to all this horseshit, whatever. All right, go ahead. Horseshit, 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 dumb shit, fuck you. So I'm like, all right, at this point, now I'm just like, all right, now you like you came at my neck. All right. And you're like, I got to go. I'm out. Yeah, so, so I gave her an ultimatum. So I was like, okay, look. You sit down, because now I got to talk to you. <laughs> and I remember you were actually at the store, I believe, when this yeah, happened. You gotta hire me. Yeah. <laughs> she, you want to go? Yeah, I was like, and I laughed in her face. I didn't, like, it, that was, it wasn't me trying to be an asshole. That was, like, it was just by instinct, because I was like, I just left here. Yeah. <laughs> I just left here. I'm not trying to come back. So that, that day that she actually tried to fucking get you in, in her whorehouse. So we were actually in the back and I was like, look, I, along with the other four people, two of them that you ran off, have busted our ass to keep this store up. We've had no leadership for a year. We've been doing 100% fine. Our numbers are up higher than your city store that went down. And... We honestly didn't need a change in pace. Whatever it is that you're talking about, you're bringing bad business etiquette to a to a successful store. I respect the fact that you have a higher position than me, but that doesn't mean that you know this neighborhood more than I do. I know how to work my store. Now I yeah, got demoted, yeah. and that's and that's fine. I what you had your reasons for doing that. You have the power to do that. Obviously, that's fucking disrespectful. But there's not much I can do. That's not my hell to die on. But I'm letting you know right now. You, since I'm demoted to a fucking key holder, and that's what you're going to use me for so you can go home, here's how this is going to work. I'm getting paid more in my other job to do less. And I'm getting more hours over there. Since you want me to be a key holder, that's exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get a fucking key holder who holds the keys to close and open the store. I'll give you the fucking average numbers that a key holder gives you in this district, but don't ask me anything. Don't ask me to do anything extra. Don't ask me to go fucking hard for you because you're fucking with a formula that didn't need fucking with. Now, if you can't agree to these terms, I'm going to walk out this door. I'm going to leave my keys on the table and you ain't going to see me again. And I'm just going to tell you good luck. She naturally got offended, which like I didn't. I remained professional after she said all that pompous shit to me in that room and and demoted me for no fucking reason. She couldn't keep her composure. She got offended. We kind of started yelling, but at the end, of, I brought it back and I'm like, look, 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 look. This is fucking. This is irrelevant. Can you do it or not? No. Okay. Don't worry about it. If I want to transfer, I'll figure it out or I'll just apply somewhere as a rehire if I really want to stay here. You don't got to worry about shit. I don't need anything from you. I'm going to drop my keys off and I'm going to go. And we don't have to have this conversation anymore because we obviously both don't like each other. 
So as I'm getting my bags, my good conscience was like, you know what? Let me let her know about the dude that's trying to rob the store that's coming in every day. So I was trying to explain this to her. I was like, hey, uh, there's this group of three people that have actually been trying to rob. And she immediately is just like, um, excuse me, you don't work here. So I was like, oh, oh, this bitch, you guys are going to get robbed today. You don't even fucking know it. I just walked out. That's why, like, I was rushing out the store because I was going to, like, throw a spear at her chest. And, dude, legitimately, the next day, because I had a, a different GA working there at the time that I wasn't really close with, but I was training him. Immediately, the next day, he texted me. He's like, yo, bro, we got robbed. What did they take? Was this when they had the phones and the iPads? Yep. That's and what they dude, took. It's exact because we had a we had a system to keeping them out the store. And I was trying to explain this to her. And she just she's fucking Captain Marvel. She knows she knows everything. She can do everything on, on her own. And they got robbed. I was so fucking happy. And then eventually she got fired. Because she her her inability to fucking do anything. And her staff that she brought got fired. Yeah, I don't know. It, I haven't, I haven't been there. In, like, cause my thing is like, once I left, I think once. Well, hold I on, left, hold on, hold on to that thought. Sorry, I meant uh, gotcha, I gotta get one more thing gotcha. out. So, okay, they got fired. Whatever. Uh, right before I started the job I'm in now, the GM actually contacted me to hire me back. You're like, no. uh, yeah, I, I obviously respectfully declined because the GM I actually got along with. I'm pretty sure it's because he was a little racist. Uh, he, right. he, he didn't like white people very much. He was a Hispanic GM, a successful one, but he didn't, yeah, he wasn't into the whites. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's why, like, I got along with him so well. Cause whenever I was like the only person that spoke Spanish with him, he would, he yeah, would like something you fucking failed to mention you asshole. Thank what? Fuck off. Anyway, I fucking had to take all the Spanish speaking customers. Yeah, that was on purpose. I know. Had I known you guys fucking like that was by design. Like, yo, Lee, help me out here. I got, I got shit to do, dude. Me and Ziomara, anytime we had fucking a customer, like hola, <laughs> we're like, oh, good friend, good friend. Sorry, no understando. Man, come speak to you. <laughs> we would just fucking run. <laughs> I was yeah, thinking it's like, ah, he's another, he's another, uh, it's like he's another, he's another Hispanic kid, don't know Spanish. I'm like, hey, right, fine. <laughs> I'm just fine now, this asshole knows. Although you've never spoken Spanish in front of me, so I'm like, all right. Yeah, I don't like, I don't do that in front of anyone, unless it's absolutely necessary. Because I don't like people knowing I speak Spanish. Because then Spanish people start doing that annoying shit where they only talk to you in Spanish. To you. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, nope, miss me with that shit. I don't want to be a part of that, that click. Anyway. Rejected the offer. We actually, and we actually, you know, I, I left on good terms after the fact. But that's the end of that story. But what I wanted to get back to earlier was, and I want you to agree or disagree with me. I'm, I know where this is going. Yeah, you know where it's going. Shit. I know you know where it's going. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> and you better fucking say something. Um, so our old leader oh, was, God, um, was, was very... Um, she she was nice and smart and she was funny uh to take take the hint and um she had a very over exaggerated figure 
and uh i've never had a working experience like that before and um i remember the the last day that she was there at the store i she was like oh hey um you know this is this is the last time we're going to work together um i'm actually leaving after today and i was like it was one of those moments where I genuinely looked sad. Like, I felt my face looked sad. But I wasn't sad because she was leaving. Okay. There I, it is. Because I was like, I don't remember you two getting along. Yeah, no, no. I was sad because, dude, Fran and Fran, there was moments where Fran had to correct me. And our other coworkers in there that we were close with had to correct me. I would be doing the wall, doing nothing. Like, my hands would just be moving, grabbing nothing. Because I'm staring at this woman's ass. Like, it was... it Not even in a dirty way. It was just art. It was beautiful. It was it, it was oh one of the most beautiful God. things I've ever seen in my life. Like, honestly, it really was. It was... Got, like, she was blessed. Like, you know the Powerpuff Girls intro? It was like, sugar, spice, every... That was her ass. It was all of those things. And then some. And it was like... I just remember the last day, and a lot of people will probably be like repelled by this or a little gross. I don't really give a fuck. My podcast, I say what I want. Um, the last day that I was working with her, I don't remember ringing anyone up. I just remember like doing work next to her. <laughs> that was it. Like I was just like, I this is, I gotta get as much as I can. As much, I gotta this save as many files as I can before <laughs> I don't have access to the program anymore. <laughs> And it was, dude, that was, um, those were rough days whenever, like, we both had to work with her. Because I don't know how she, I'm pretty sure she noticed, but visibly there was never work getting done unless the store was closed. Because we were just, like, constantly, like, we would try to do something and then make contact and freeze. All right, speak for yourself. I was doing my shit. <laughs> Motherfucker, I... Caught you dozens of times. Yeah, doing doing shit. Air quotes. You're putting the same game. You're putting Ace Combat in the same spot to make it look like you was moving the fucking wall. (laughs) My my thing is like, I have mixed feelings about her because I had mixed feelings about her because she hired me, and I will always be thankful for that because she took a chance on me. And, like, I guess, like, I was doing my shit that I was supposed to when we were still seasonal. But she promised me, like, more hours and a higher position. And it never came through. So I was just like, all right. You know, like, you got a nice figure. But, like, you you were also promising me, like, fucking a higher, like, more hours. Like, where the hell is it? Shit. Like, your, your figure is going to do only so much. Like, I'm trying to, like, <laughs> I'm trying this week. I'm trying to feed myself and buy my Metro card. So, like, well. What's going on here? Yeah, she was. She was like. She was actually like at the core. She was actually a good person, but I her she... leadership skills just were not. It just wasn't. Th- Maybe it just wasn't there for the, for that company, but it just was wasn't great. Because yeah, I think she's doing fine. Like wherever she went after, no. Yeah, because she's she comes from like clothing retail. She doesn't come from the retail that we were at, and that's it's a different. It's not the same. You can't treat it the same way, especially the, the, the employees. You can't instill the same discipline that you do at other stores because it just doesn't work the same. 
And I felt like she tried to bring a lot of that over, and it just didn't work, which is why most of the people she had just didn't work. But, like, the people that she brought, though, I don't know I don't know about uh, Z. Well, she I was her... good. She was just lazy. She, was she good. didn't want to be there. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, in terms of, like... And this is, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like an asshole. Um, this is why, like, you can't just be nerdy. Because, like, a lot of people she did hire were like nerdy. They knew their like, like when it came to like video games, they knew their shit. But it's just like, at the same time, like, don't get me wrong, I fucking socially awkward as shit. But like, when it comes to like customer service, I'm actually okay. I may not be able to sell you a fucking credit card, but like, if you have a question, I could help you, and I could keep our conversation going. So I think that was like I think that was maybe some of the problems with like some of the people. And again, this is coming from someone who's completely fucking socially awkward. But I think that was a problem. Like she was like I guess she was like, Oh, this person plays video games, they might be good for the store. I'm like, Alright, what it it's a little bit more than that too. And I hate to say it that way. But like like you gotta you gotta also be able to help customers and talk to them. Or know how to talk to a customer as well. Yeah, like, I remember a lot of the times someone would ask Zio something, and all of a sudden, I would just hear, Lee! I'm like, oh, God. Where's Xbox on the... Well, where's Mario Kart on the Xbox? Like, some dumb shit, and I would just facepalm so fucking hard. Like, oh, my God, Zio, do you know nothing? Like, thank you for the 15 cards you just got in one minute, but Mario Kart is on Nintendo. It's not on Xbox. It's over there, and let them know it's only for <laughs> Nintendo, not for Xbox, please. And you don't come with the game. Just let them know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but she was cool. She was, like, one of the cooler people that were there. I, I, really, is, like, really, I really do I respect her. But that was it. And there's nothing against her. It's just, like, I never got that. I really didn't get close to anybody besides you and our other friend. Well, contrary uh, to popular belief, because a lot of, for some reason, actually not for some reason, the people that don't fucking know me will say I'm socially awkward and I'm antisocial. You would know better. I'm a fucking social butterfly. I mingle with everybody. Yeah. I feel like if I if I see you and I don't know you, it's my, my job is now to know you and infect your brain with you loving me. That's my fucking job. And that's how I was like with that at that store. The only person I didn't like was that fucking kid that always had his hair like a super saiyan and he had glasses on. He was a brown skinned kid. I don't fuck. I don't know. Was this? Was I there, bro? I don't yeah. You were remember. there. He was seasonal, okay. and he ended up going to Paris or some shit for something. For something for like college or something. Maybe. I think I know who you're talking about. I think I remember. But that's like the only person I didn't get along with because he just like he had too much aggressive sassiness to the point where he was being a dick. Okay, I definitely know who you're talking about. He had glasses. On? I don't fucking remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I definitely was... know who you're talking about. I definitely fucking... know who you're talking about. You know, he was a little flamboyant, but. I think it was not, you know, but anyway, um, but that was probably like the only person I, not that I didn't get along with him. I chose not to build that relationship with him just cause I didn't want to deal with his like crybaby bullshit. Like he, no, I, he was a fucking complainer. This dude would wake up and be like, Oh, my eyes hurt. I can't go to work. Oh my God. Nigga. Get, get it together. I think once I got like used to you and our, our other friend i i just latched onto the two of you because i was like these are my people now for now and forever because <laughs> the, the only one they got along with well like they wait because like the thing is like i have nothing against z it's just like I, maybe it was me too i never like reached out i like i was like polite we were always polite to each other 
she needed help, I'd always help her. But like, I guess I never had that. Like, um, it never got to like, um, it never got to a place where it was more than just coworkers. I guess that was my 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 thing. So like, so like out of everybody there, it was just like, I would always have a conversation with you and our other friend. But like with everybody else, it was just you know I just made sure I was polite. If they needed help, I'd help and and like just move on. Yeah, we had like for a bunch of people that weren't characteristically compatible, we did really well with each other, which is something I liked. But yeah, like uh, a lot of people for some and man, I don't want to make it sound like this, but a lot of people didn't really have connections with each other. But for some reason, I had like a relationship with everybody. No, I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know if it's because, like, I don't want to say that I realized it, but I think, like, once I knew I was, like, cool with you and, like, Anita, I was like, oh, I said her name. Fuck. When I, <laughs> when I was cool with the two of you, I was like, like, I don't want to say it was like, oh, I met my quota. I was like, you were the two, you two were, like, the most comfortable I felt talking to. So, like, I just, like, naturally gravitated to the two of you. To the point where I guess that made me, I was like, well, I know people, so I don't really have to, like, try and, like, make friends with somebody else. Yeah, and I remember freaking Zio kept saying, like, I like how chill he is. Like, he just doesn't give a fuck. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, if she knew how like <laughs> fucking, she knew the anxiety. I like, yo, and that's the other thing. I think like, like not trying to get like, not trying to bring like the vibes down, but like, I think I have to talk like this, like, because I, I do think I have some type of form of anxiety. Like I, we like do, I like, yeah. but that's why like I was just because like, like that's the thing is like for other reasons I would have liked like to have like gotten to know Z- Zio better. For reasons you fucking know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, it would have been, like, like, had I known, like, and not even, like, in a romantic sense. It's just, like, as a friend, I was, like, I would have, like, like, maybe I would have had, like, more conversations with her. Maybe it would have just been, like, hi. And that's, like, the one thing I'm going to say to you for, like, the rest of the day. Because, I actually like, think like, she listens to these podcasts, too. So, hey, Z, what's up? Hi, hi Z. <laughs> God damn, Lee, thanks for, all right. <laughs> Hope you're doing fine. Pro- probably not. I don't know. But I see her. She's always looking whenever I post the podcast up. So maybe she does listen. Either way, it's harmless. We're not saying anything stupid. Look, you're attractive and you know it. And you were fun to be around. Just deal with it. Okay? But and yeah, Fran probably awesome. liked you and wanted to kiss your neck. Oh, man. I Was that s- Is that so bad? <laughs> is it? It's a compliment. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Oh God, it's a good thing I don't say the other name that I know will definitely freak you out because I know she listens. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, one hundred percent. She's gonna listen to this. She's gonna hear you. She's gonna hear her future bay. Oh, I have no idea who the fuck we're talking about, actually. <laughs> so, but I don't want to know the name. I'll, I'll, I'd I'll rather not in, know. I'll put it in the Discord. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's your that's your bay on a stick. You know what I'm saying? He has no idea I fucking exist. That's that's no, she does. She 100 percent does. And I have proof. I met him once. once. No, you did it? It was more than once. No, it was that one time you invited me. All right, hold on, because I hold on. Actually, oh. okay, so to help was... you, 
people do they do ask about you from that from that time or from both times actually because i remember being twice it, no it was once like you're oh, wait, positive it was in terms of that group of friends yes it was once i mean i've gone to um your girlfriend's like other like parties and stuff but like i'm talking about your group of friends just that one time it was for that birthday and that's it you're still asked about and I'm, oh, I'm not even i'm not even yeah i'm not even like pulling your dick or anything you really like are. who's that random kid who showed up once three years ago to like some random person's birthday he just Dude, met that day i'm telling you you have a cool vibe like your energy is good people like that shit bro people are into it your vibes are dope and i'm not even saying that to hype you up your vibes are dope Nah, that actually works as an ego boost for me because i'm like telling you man Oh, with with little little lip little lip work, you could you could you know what I'm saying? You do some damage. I have to lose some weight though, and that's not even like to look good. It's like in terms I'm talking I'm coming from like talk, I'm coming from like a health and like self uh some confidence place too. I'm like I got to lose some weight. Listen, chubby chases are a thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People like that. We stay know. around longer. That's why. We're more forgiving. Facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who are you gonna cuddle at the end of the day? A fucking stick? Nah. Coming to you coming to the chubs. Keep but anyway. Going. That was that was our, our experience at that store in a nutshell. I thought it was for the time that we had, although it was very minimal, it was a great time. I loved working with you. I loved working with them. I you know, I I'm still f- like friends with most of them. Um, even that fucking psycho. With the glasses and like the the man bun, I I would say his name, but I don't know Bro, if he that, uses Instagram anymore. But that's the thing is, like I I don't know why I'm like this because I did this when I was working at um I did I did this when I was working at Kohl's too, because I went from Kohl's to GameStop. Um, I for some reason when I leave a place, I just fucking forget about it. Cause like I don't want to say I didn't make friends at Kohl's, but like there wasn't anybody that like not on the level that I was with you and our other friend. I'm going to say our other friend because I don't know if, if they caught the other name. But, <laughs> like, when I was at Kohl's, to the point where, like, I didn't even, I stopped shopping at Kohl's. And it was the same thing with GameStop. GameStop left such a bad taste in my mouth that I stopped buying, like, I stopped buying their products. Like, the only things that I bought from GameStop recently, anyway, I think were my 3DS and my PS4 Pro. And that's because they fucking had exclusives on it. And that's I like that's the only thing like as I because like I think when I first get when I first left I did still buy like a couple of games here and there but like I after that I just everything that like anything video game related was either from Amazon or Best Buy and that's it. I felt that. And I, I was like, because ne- I was like, never again. I'm like, I'm not supporting this place. I don't. I was like, yo, I was. Just, it just left like my experience. It just left a really bad, bad taste in my mouth. I was like, never. I was like, I'm not supporting this place again. Did I fall? Yes, because fucking. Of course, the, of course, GameStop's gonna have like exclusives on on hardware. So I was like, all right, fine. But only because I like the fucking design. I mean, I think yeah. I feel like that happens to all of us. I definitely stopped. I know I stopped. I think the last thing I, I bought from there was like Rock something, Rock Band 4, uh, it might have been. The one that wasn't uh, online. That was the last thing I bought. That was, was before the latest. But um, I don't know. It was, I liked it. I 
I didn't feel like it was a necessary experience. I feel like I had the tools that I needed to excel in the work field or the yeah the work field already. But I, I'm happy that I experienced it just because, you know, the friends that I made there, you and the Asian sensation and the rest of them that I'm that I'm friends with now, like just the experience that I got. I'm actually happy I got it because I do still use those experiences and I still talk to you guys. Uh on a modern basis so it was it was nice doing it it was nice going through it knowing what was at the end of the tunnel that is but um i would i would be remiss if i didn't say that aside from missing you guys even though we well before covid we we used to hang out every now and again i do miss that view you know what i'm saying way to bring it back yeah yeah we'll get off that maybe it's getting a little creepy but other than that you know it was it was it was a good time i I was happy with it i even remember the fucking the tech that we had that was working sometimes we had a tech in there yeah he was like a gamestop handyman and whenever he needed hours they would throw him behind the counter and he had he was like an sga automatically somehow i don't know it was fucking weird but he he would do it and he was cool he was like this racist 47 Italian guy, but he was cool as fuck in a weird way. Like it was, he was funny to talk to. Um, I remember he tried to shun me about Peruvians and it was just like, I was getting roasted, but I was fucking hysterically laughing and I was just enjoying it. So I was like, all right, go ahead. Keep going. I won't punch you out this time. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's been so long ago. And there's so many people I can't fucking remember. I can't put faces to names right now. As long as I had a good experience with you, I can I'll I'll remember you no matter what. I have I have like a weird thing like that. But um like actually, okay, this also has nothing to do with anything that we've been talking about. But um so you know I'm doing a comic, right? Or you know I have a comic. You sent me a story to read, which I did. Yeah. I gave you my feedback. And if um you're, if you're talking about that then yes. Do you remember the name of it? I I know it's funny because I think I it has it starts with Genesis, right? I forgot. The yeah, there name. you go. That's it. That's exact. That's the, that's the name of the, the the main story comic. It's called Genesis. So the reason that that it actually has that name is because the first girl that I ever liked that was a dork, her name was Genesis. So I named it after her. Yeah, and I mind you, I haven't spoken to that fucking girl in decades, and I was just like, "Let's do it." <laughs> Her name could have been like Clarice, and I probably still would have fucking named it that. But that was like why I named the comic my comic Genesis is because of her. So that's like a little backstory for the. By the way, for the people that have been reading, I know I haven't updated you with the chapters, but for the people that have been, thank you. God bless you. Your feedback is always appreciated. And uh, I promise it's going to be finished soon. Uh, I've had some writer's block lately. But we'll fix it. Anywho. um, Listen. Francisco, let me tell you something. It's been a fucking pleasure. A goddamn pleasure having you here. And it's been a long time coming. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, man. No, uh... and uh, I will say this because I got to call myself out. I've, I've told Lee 
countless of times that I wanted to be on this podcast to the point, but I never followed up. And it was just Leo was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Nothing." I was like, "All right, jump up Discord." And I'm like, "Okay." So it took, it took Lee to p- fucking push me. Yeah, if this was. <laughs> Even this though was I was really out of the blue. Talk. I'm just saying it looks bad on me because I've begged you so many times and I've never followed up. And you're just like, yo, get your ass on. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Sounds good. When when was the last time I spoke to you? Like a month ago? Yeah, when I had COVID. Yeah. Like, so this is my this a month ago I spoke to this man, called him out of the blue podcast. So that's like if, if this if that's any like indication of how I run these things, it's not thought out. It's in the moment and Hopefully, if you're with the, if you're in the moment with me, we're gonna have a good fucking time, just like we did here. You know what I'm saying, dog? Jafiel, my guy. <laughs> you you feel me? I, I get I it. You know what I'm saying? But um, we're coming to the closing of this. Is there anything that you want to say? Any goodbyes you want to do? Any anything you want to want to let anybody know of? By all means, do it now. All right. Uh. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll make it a little serious. Um, on the off chance you ever hear this, mental health is a real thing. So, like, if you, you know, try to seek out support in whichever way you can, in a healthy way, please. So, you know, mental health very serious, especially during these times. So, seek out help in the healthiest way you can. That was very noble of you. Let me tell you what I'm going to say. Rip Daft Punk. Never forget. Love you.